And we are back with another Black Window Cream podcast. New episode every single Wednesday and Sunday. I'm your host, Ben Haggerty, a.k.a. Ben Real Verse World. Before we get started, I just want to give a big shout out to our supporters on Patreon who have been giving us a few bucks a month to keep this Black Window Cream podcast and the Black Window Cream private community up and running. If you are a Patreon supporter already, that means that you've unlocked the opportunity to listen to this Matt Alonzo interview and every interview that we ever release one week earlier than everyone that is the public. Not only do you get early access, but you get access to our private Patreon-only feed, merch discounts, giveaways, first alert news updates, and so much more. We're always going to be updating the perks for the Patreon supporters and keep finding great ways to give back. So if you're mad jealous right now, knowing that someone else is getting all this dope shit before you do, then do something about it. Go to patreon.com slash cream. Show your support for what we're doing. Every penny helps us. We appreciate all of you that are showing love. Your support means the world to us. Send it. Also send me a screenshot, yeah, on Instagram. Um, just showing me that you become a Patreon supporter so I can send you a personal thank you because I love you. I appreciate that. Awesome. Our very special guest for episode number 56 is the one and only Matt Alonzo. Matt is a beast director having over 10 years in the game, specializing in music videos, commercials, docs. He's done a lot of branded content. He's worked with artists like The Game, Justin Bieber, Kendrick Lamar, Chris Brown, Common Nas, Tyler the Creator, French Montana, Lil Wayne, and many, many more. He's also directed a microdoc series called Up Close, diving into different rock stars' lives such as Nipsey Hussle, Floyd Mayweather, Nicky Diamond, to name a few. We cover Matt's entire story in this podcast, his success, his struggles, his ability to go full speed ahead into every single project that he takes on. Matt has seen it all, and he provides so much fucking value throughout the entire episode. If you have any interest in becoming a director, editor, producer, this episode's for you. If you have any interest in becoming a motherfucking boss, this episode's for you. If you have any interest in learning how to be a bum and coast through life achieving nothing this episode is not for you shout out to my guy matt alonzo for coming through with the heat on this episode appreciate you man big announcement drum roll those cool horns when the kings come out people see the kings merch 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 is finally here it's here finally here new merch we did it if you are an avid listener of the black and cream podcast and that means that you're getting the early bird tip on the drop date we are officially dropping merch this monday february 25th at 11 a.m pacific if you're listening to this after february 25th then that means that this shit's probably out and i hope that you got something first to note we will be having our first hoodie ever a limited edition black window cream keep creating hoodie we're doing this as a limited run and probably won't ever print it again so make sure you snag that shit we'll also have flagship long sleeve shirts like some new short sleeve shirts we have a fucking coffee mug hat stickers yo this store is about to be insane mark your calendars right now for february 25th at 11 a.m and bookmark the link bwnc.com merch we are excited to get some new shit out there Fuck yes. If this is your first time tuning into the podcast, you're probably wondering what does Black Window Cream stand for? Black Window Cream is a private content creator group fueled by caffeine, or at least I take my coffee, Black Window Cream. But you can drink or not drink whatever caffeine you fuck with and still be a part of our community. We are a free private group on Facebook, open to creators of all kinds, aka if you make videos, if you're a photographer, if you do marketing, management, editing, dancing, etc., etc., etc. All creators are welcome. Our private group has been growing rapidly. We have a shit ton of members working together by sharing content. They're asking for feedback. They're passing tips and tricks along to one another with the goal of pushing each other to become the best motherfucking content creators on earth. And you can join our group if you want to by going to bwnc.com slash join. We would love to fucking have you. Please join. All right, that's it. Enjoy the work week. Keep creating. Make sure to tune in every Wednesday and Sunday for a new Black Window Cream episode. And without further ado, I bring to you my interview with Matt Alonzo in the most epic podcast intro ever created right motherfucking now. <laughs> 
Attention. If you stop this podcast recording at any time, you will die. I don't want to die. Do you want to live? Yeah. You have 24 hours to share this podcast with five people or you will die. I'm kidding. You won't die. You're just weak shit for not sharing. And the winner of the best motherfucking podcast goes to... Goes to... Black with no cream. What do you think? It's so fucking dumb and so fucking Ben Haggerty. I knew you would say that. And we are back. <laughs> with another Black with No Cream podcast I laugh every time I do that Because this shit's That's interesting Pretty fucking weird, huh? Yeah, that's really interesting right there uh, Matt Alonzo on the podcast tonight What's good? Thank you so much for having me I appreciate it Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. you uh, are a fantastic director, my friend I appreciate that You got you got some extreme direction, my friend um, I Before this happens I'll have told people what uh, You know, some of your yeah, Outstanding, yeah, yeah. ovation-worthy Achievements what am I saying? Um, but if you could break down kind of what you do, where you're from, what you do, and just like us, you don't have to go into it yet, but just give them a little taste of Got you. who is uh, Matt Alonzo. Uh, I'm from Santa Barbara, Matt Alonzo, Santa Barbara, uh, born and raised, Carpinteria actually. Santa Barbara is the place that most people know. And uh, I'm, I'm a director, filmmaker, content creator, storyteller. Uh, but most notably, I think what people know me out there for is music videos. And I've worked with everybody from Chris Cornell to Game. And I mean, you worked with mad people. Tyrese, AI, I just, I don't even remember. I was trying to like summarize it real quick just when I announced it quickly before this. And I'm just like making the list. I'm like, fuck, this list is really long. Yeah, I don't even, it's just so many people. Actually, I was going through treatments the other day and I was looking at other people. I was just like, wow. You're just like, shit, this is crazy. Yeah, it's awesome. You know what I mean? So I guess you said Santa Barbara. So you've always just kind of lived over in this world. Have you always been interested in like filming and shit at an early age? Were you. You know, yeah. were you, you always fucking around with this? Well, my dad, my parents had me like at 16 years old mm-hmm. and um, my dad didn't, either of them actually didn't have a family setting. So um, they really wanted, they were all about family. So my dad bought a like VHS camera. He went out of his way and like saved up and bought a VHS camera. And that was like his life, like livelihood. So he had it in my face constantly, my, like every single day as a kid. So by the time like six or seven, I just started like picking it up myself and filming him going ham with it yeah going ham and then you know i learned how to plug in two vcrs how to plug in uh the dvd or cd players or tape players to the back of it right and so i started making little videos and i would film my credits on pieces of paper with the (laughs) camera so that was it and that's so fun that was all i had pretty much um that i that i did right that it took you know serious well actually i can't even say i took it serious it was more like a but it was like interesting to you at the time like you were already drawn to it and at that time though it wasn't like the way it is now where there's so much resources and content and you know back then it was like Spielberg and the, you know Hollywood was just such a disconnect from a normal person you know so were you in, were you interested in shit like that were you finding out about well, Hollywood related things I was things? more I was more into I was I feel so after I went to film school I realized there was two different type of people there's people who love watching movies and mm-hmm. there's people who love making movies right. and I was a person who loved making movies so I didn't really like know too much about directors yeah. and like all the like actors names I wasn't really too big on that but I just always had the camera always was shooting, always making something, you know? And I played sports, so those were the two things that I did. But Were you, were you the only child? No, I, I'm my little sister. You had a yeah, sister yeah, too? Yeah, little sister, yeah, yeah, So yeah. were you guys creating together ever, or was it just uh, like you on she, your own? She, skate, she, like, she, she was a skater and stuff, so I'd make little skate really? tapes for her. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, yeah, she was dope. So um, so we did that, but yeah, no, mostly just me and my friends. I just had, I was the guy with the camera all the time at school, just always. Right. So... So then, you know, I graduated high school and uh, I couldn't play football. I mean, I could technically, but I, you know, I wasn't going to go anywhere. Five football is your sport? Yeah, yeah, that, that, that was, was like it. Yeah, yeah, that was it. So I played since I was seven. And so I, that wasn't really a route. So it was like, okay, well, I'm, I was actually pretty good at filmmaking. So I, I just, I chose filmmaking. Right. You know I mean, and it's something that I, I loved. I love storytelling more than anything. It's not so much like I wasn't 
technical. I didn't even know what a dolly or I didn't know anything. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? So it was more of like, I knew I could, I knew I could evoke emotion in people in the audience, you know, whoever was going to watch it, I could make them feel a certain way. And that was like, you know, fascinating to me. What do you so. think that comes, like being able, you knew you had like an innate uh, feeling that you could tell stories or, or, yeah. or kind of just shift people around or teach them yeah. something. Like, what was it? Was there any like sort of class that you were taking in no. high school or anything like that? There, there was nothing that stick out to you? Like, why the fuck am I? I no, I think early on, I just, I just, I was able to see the way my parents would react to things I was, I was filming or me on screen or them on screen. Right. So then I, I just immediately connected the two together. Mm. So it was, so, and that's what it's really about. I feel like filmmaking at the heart of it. I mean, that's what, that's what filmmaking is for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is to, is to take somebody completely out of their world put them into another situation and, and allow them to, to learn or to grow or to experience a different life. And it was just, it was just something like you said, that was an innate. It was, it was something that was just within me. And, um, I, I don't, I believe that everything is pre preordained. Right. And so I feel like, uh, maybe I just found found my, my calling a little early, a little earlier than others. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. So damn, I, for me, like I didn't, I knew I always liked my camera. I always liked, I was the same thing. I had it everywhere, skateboarding, doing yep. all that shit, shooting at shows, all this stuff. But I never really thought of it as like it could potentially be something I would follow career wise. Like, yeah, I feel me too. Like, yeah, same thing. Same same thing with you. Like, I never thought that until I got graduated high school and then I'm kind of like, what do I do now? Right. Did you yeah. ever take like, I just texted my girl so that she could shut the door because I'm an amateur and left the sliding door open. <laughs> I heard a car drive through it or whatever. <laughs> Lauren, Matt, Matt, Lauren. Hey. <laughs> uh, no, but when like getting into it, I was always like playing with the cameras and stuff. But I think yep. at a certain point you kind of, for me, it was seeing people react. Yep. You know what I mean? And like causing reaction. Yeah. Even though my shit was trash, I could cause a reaction. Of course. But even without a camera, it was like telling some sort of story or, or utilizing a way of communication like that. 100%. I was drawn to I was it. the I was the class clown. I was the, you know, I led the prep rallies. I was the homecoming king too. So I, really? I, yeah, I just did a little, like a little bit wow. of everything, but I was that wild dude, like ah, <laughs> jumping off the walls and stuff. But I just, I, I just loved making people like happy. You know what I mean? That was like my thing. And, and so I just translated that sort of same sort of like what I wanted to do into, into, into the visuals, right. you know? And that was just like at the simplest form of it, that's what it was, you know? Hmm. And then I went to film school and, and I learned, I got schooled real quick. Yeah. But yeah. So, yeah, we, so. what did your parents do? Uh, my parent, my dad works for the city of Santa Barbara. Mom was like a nurse, you know okay, what I mean? Worked in a nursing office. Actually, when I graduated high school, I ended up, um, we went to go visit Brooks, which, which was which was in Ventura, where I lived at the time. Brooks Art Institute? Brooks Institute of Photography. Okay, it, was, right. it was a big photography school, but they had just, they had brought the Aaron Brockovich house, which is, you know, in Ventura, and they, they turned it into a film school, which was really good at the time. And my parents were like, there's no way we can afford this. Like, you're just, there's just no way. Right. So I ended up going to City College and pretty much just dicking around. And, yeah. was, and that was going to be kind of like... That was it. You know right. what I mean? Like maybe some weddings here and there. Actually, I think I did a couple of weddings. And yeah. That, that was going to be the pinnacle. Like there was, you know, I mean, I, I show, I was working nine to five. I was working a, a city job and I was getting paid relatively well. So that was going to be, that was it, mm. you know? But, um, so video is still like a hobby, even when you were working and trying to get some money. Yeah, it was a hobby. Yeah. But it was, I didn't take it that seriously. But one of my, my good friends who would help me as I got into high school, make little films and stuff, mm -hmm. I would make all my friends. And then all my friends were like, like the top football players or like the hardcore gangsters and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I'd make them like, like do music videos and sing and sync and like right. lip sync. Cause I, I wanted to shoot like a bunch That's of different so content. So I'd, I'd make my dad's like, how do you get this guy? Who's just, you know, just got suspended for whatever. Yeah. And he's over here singing and sync you know but um but one of my friends he, he went to film school so i was i was helping him do all his projects and he ended up talking to my dad privately and was like your son is getting a's on all my projects he has to go to school you, you have to do what you can to get him here holy shit because he's he, he's this is what he was born to do so my, my parents decided to you know 
refinance the house and send me to film school. Fuck, man. Shout out to your homie. Oh, yeah. And shout out to your, and, your yeah, pops. That's 100%, crazy. Yeah. You know, and the fact that he at 19 could was like like mature enough to understand the importance of, of me going there was, you know, it's just... It's Fuck. insane. So it's definitely appreciated. And, you know, like I said, I feel like everything's already preordained and it's right. just, it was going to fall into place one way or the other, you know? So then what's your experience? You know, what, what are some takeaways that you get from going to film school? I'll, we can go through film school, but like right yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right away. I mean, the, the number one, the biggest one hands down is you get through, my school was three years, but you get, you know, time to uh, practice your craft without being, uh, without having to survive mm. you know what i mean so you instead of having essentially like if this project fails i, I do a music video and it fails and people don't want to hire me anymore then my career is technically over right you don't have that pressure you can just kind of right. practice and get better and all you have as as like i guess pay is is great so you can get an f and still be okay mm. right you know what i mean not that i ever got f's make sure <laughs> <laughs> but uh but um but that that time, because like I feel like some kids now, you're 18 years old, you go buy a fifty thousand dollar camera, and now you ha your jobs have like you know you have yeah. to be a professional right, right. away. So it's kind of like it's it's like going to college to play sports. You know what I mean? You get those three years to kind of play. It. Yeah, it's still gonna affect you, like if you get drafted or whatnot. But you still get you still get that time to kind of figure out who you are as a player or right. who you are as a filmmaker or whatever. Yeah. And when I started film school, I just wanted to be an editor because hmm. I edited a lot my whole life, and I didn't even understand the, the different dynamics of like professional filmmaking. I just thought like oh yeah somebody has a camera and they just, that's a filmmaker but i didn't know there's directors producers yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know so many other um there's so many avenues within that one right. one umbrella so but i think that's that's number one two networking mm. you know you get, you get a lot of people that you meet you, you build relationships with i just got a call from one of the kids i graduated with he's shooting a feature and he wanted to know if i wanted to direct it so wow. there's opportunities like that that come down the road um that was like i, I had a, a good family friend that was in film school and at the time i was struggling trying to decide do i pull the trigger on this or not and mm. i was gonna go to the art institute in colorado i wanted to be a snowboard filmmaker That's you know what i mean that was though. it yeah absolutely and my my parents did the same thing they're like basically like yo you know we support you but you have to understand like it was the quote was dumb high like mad expensive yeah and yeah, like, yeah no mine was dumb high you're too. gonna pay for this for a long time oh yeah and i was like fuck absolutely i, I can't I can. do it so i i didn't do it but when i was reaching out and trying to start building my connections and find an alternative route my family <laughs> friend said uh he went to a film school and he's like his favorite thing was the fact that you instantly can build with uh, yeah. with people that you never know if they're going to turn into Spielberg. You know what and, I mean? Yeah, and the thing was that at that time though, I didn't really understand the the, the print like the value of that. You know, that comes later on. Hmm. You know what I mean? Even though they tell you, you know, you're a 19 year old. Yeah, kid, you, you don't, don't understand, understand why. Can, you know? yeah, I'm friends with everyone. Why do I need to connect people? Yeah, and you just don't really understand. Like even what even when I got out of here, my first couple of years, I didn't understand the importance of networking. You know what I mean? Like hmm. I just wanted to work. I didn't really want to like mingle. I just wanted to work. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I felt like mingling was wasting my time. Right. You know? um, so those two are most important. I mean, like I said, I feel like the first one for net, for kids these days is like so important because yeah, that's interesting. It's just not thrown right into the world. Like you get some time to practice your craft so that when you get out, you feel confident. And I know that filmmaking is an filmmaking is an art no, no different than singing or anything else. And right. Unfortunately, like unfortunately and fortunately, we're emotional creatures. Mm -hmm. We're a little bit more emotional than maybe a nine to five or just yeah. just by just by proxy. And you know, you get to work out some of those those failures, I guess. You know, yeah, you, you got to work out some of those failures and then be able to bounce back with them without having to like pay rent and without right. having to pay a car payment and yeah. figure out how I'm going to eat, you know, cause I've been there, I've been through so much ups and downs throughout the, my career. So, um, so that and, struggle and, is super and, and, real. And that's me having three years of film school, right. you know what I'm saying? So I can't imagine what it's like for some of these kids who don't, you yeah. know what I mean? And, um, 
so that that that's that's definitely you know one, and for me it was like learning everything because if I didn't go to film before I went to film school I thought I knew everything I thought I was like that dude yeah the, you, you I thought I, I was that dude boom got it I was that dude right right but I was film you know I you know I was filming on like a high eight camera you know what I mean no lenses Ooh. no nothing and like you know I mean this was back and this was two, I graduated from school two thousand seven so I went to school at two thousand three or four right or, yeah four right. So, um, but then I got there and I just like realized, cause like our first year or first like seven months, they made us sh- just shoot uh, still photography, mm. but on film. Cause they need, we, we needed to learn how to expose properly, what the different lighting dynamics meant as far as I love that. contrast, how much contrast, what is this? How do you feel when you see this picture as opposed to when you see this picture, right. you know, and, and we would do the same setup. So I like shoot you right there, but I'd mm. shoot you with different, different, um, exposures right. and each of them would tell a different emotion. So you learn how just lighting contrast all that thing all those things are going to portray a different emotion in your audience and then how to how to use those effectively you know those are really good lessons and that was just that was just the first six months right i mean so it was it was just it was what film school was this brooks institute you were at brooks yeah they actually closed down that's what i heard my friend went there for photography from iowa yeah they they uh they got a new president and, and he ended up um he ended up uh pretty much just like fucking it up yeah yeah taking all the money and stuff and, and then the accreditation got messed up and after that damn after that because that was like one of the top it, okay top shit this is the crazy this is like some 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 crazy ass shit right now for you guys only <laughs> no, i'm just kidding but uh you can look this up let's go but uh but so i graduated and the, the president came in and basically when i went to film school like they walked you through the, the campus which was dope and everything and they said like you know you're, you're basically guaranteed you a job out of film school which i knew at the time was like no one's going to guarantee me anything you mm. know what i mean like that's retarded right? right but um but some kids believed it or some kids parents believed it or whatever so when we got out of school there was a huge lawsuit and all the kids who didn't get a job out of school got their money back wow and then the kids who did work like i, I had a full-time i got paid i was a salary by the time i graduated i was on full salary at a record label. i got nothing motherfucker and it's like how how do you go how do you like punish the the, the ones yeah, who actually that hustled, got job, you know? fucking got a job damn it was crazy bro it was crazy so you know it's it's fuck that's crazy as fuck yeah so yeah well let's go getting into it you come in you feel like you got it down and immediately you get through put through the ropes are you are you getting cameras put in your hands right away like well like i said it was a lot, it was a mix it was a mix of theory and and um and practice but yeah absolutely i think after six months after we went through the we learned how to tell stories within pictures so you do like you would have they would give you an assignment say um uh, maybe they would just do a keyword like empathy and then you have to tell a story about empathy within 12 pictures mm. and we were doing slides at the time right so 12 slides and then once you got through that your first uh, video class you got like a sony i don't remember what they were little mini dv tapes but you got that and then you started making little projects you know right. and you were you were essentially learning like the camera and lighting and final cut right. final cut one i think at the time it was so super powerful for someone who's coming out not knowing oh man anything. it was like it was just it was amazing and, the, and then you know and they teach you all the ins and outs of all the programs because they teach they start you go through classes as if you don't know anything right. which we didn't you yeah know what right I mean? and then they group you up in little groups and you learn how to like okay someone needs someone's gonna have to be the director someone's gonna have to be the producer and then everybody's just, you know they're assigned basically the the actual roles of a producer within that little project right. you know what i mean it wasn't yeah. a budget or anything like that but you the producer had to find the look or book the location within we had different locations on on the school campus mm. so he had to go to the locations book them with the location uh, right. you know, so you learned all, the, all That's you, dope. Learned, you learned all that stuff so that was amazing and then by by your second year and third year you were shooting you know thesis films and shooting we shot on 16 millimeter a lot and then my thesis film we shot on it was I mean, reds weren't even out you know yeah but um 
I don't remember what camera it was, but you know, some big body camera. Yeah, Sony glass. Yeah, 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 all yeah. that shit. It was like a Sony. I think it was a Sony big. You know. Right. But um, but yeah, we were hands on. But we also learned a lot of theory as well. You know, we had a, like my favorite class. I think was was blocking. Hmm. Was blocking and 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 and, sh- and it was like shooting for directing. It was it was a directing class, and I learned how to, you learned how to block your actors within the scene, but then also when to cut into a close up, why to cut into a close up, why to cut to a wide shot, how to move the camera, why to move the camera. Does the camera need movement? You right. know what I mean? Like all that stuff. It's it's all dependent on the story. Hmm. And nowadays, kids have no clue what no they're doing. They're just clip. grabbing a fucking like the, the newest thing yeah. out and like yeah, let me just zoom yeah, this yeah, thing yeah. over. And it's like I mean that, that might be the they're tool. not even zooming anymore. They're just doing the preset and that shit's yeah, zooming on. So yeah, fuck, it, which is fine, but yeah. like. It, it's all it's all for a purpose you know mm-hmm. what I mean and, and like it, regardless and people are like well I don't make films I just make skate videos or whatever it's like dude no matter what you can still tell a story a proper especially story especially nowadays I'm gonna give you a little fact right now because I, I study I study marketing like religiously yeah so. when we got here he, he had me turn my cups this way so you guys oh, can see yeah. this black no cream swag so you know by the end of this year by the end of this year 80% of the content that is gonna be viewed on 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 online mm-hmm. you know just through just through online is going to be film film video content so 80 percent by the end of this year right so that means that the opportunity for filmmakers is 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 tremendous i mean yeah. the revolution is coming i mean whether if you thought it was already here then you're gladly mistaken mm-hmm. you know I mean? it's about to just rock people's worlds yeah. but but there's a but there mm-hmm. you know you know if you're a filmmaker with a hundred thousand dollars worth of equipment might be good for you, but it might also not be good for you because if you don't know how to tell a story, you don't know why to cut into that close up. You don't know why to use your dolly or, you know, or why to use your, your sticks instead of your dolly or vice versa. You're going to be asked out. You right. know what I mean? Because brands want stories, you know, brands want storytellers. Yeah. And, and, and you can tell your story on a cell phone. It doesn't really matter as long as you're, you, you know, a story essentially is just being able to create an emotion in your audience and, right. and, and persuade them to either. I mean, technically buy the product or like the artist or whatever. I mean, music videos are the same way, you know, everything's the same thing. You know what I mean? Even skate videos. Like Mm -hmm. if that skater doesn't look cool, you might be able to sell. Yeah. Right. So like, so it's, uh, it's about to be a, it's about to be interesting, you know, next couple of years. You yeah. Because I think I feel like a lot of people are going to get weeded out. Right. You know, I see, man, I have so many kids who, who like hit me up who have like the most amazing rigs and I'm like, but they don't know how to use, I mean, they don't know how to use them effectively. Yeah. You know? So, so shout out to Brooks, my film school, man. Like, you know, I'm a little old fashioned, but Hey, it's, it's going to come in handy. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and I feel like it's all going to go full circle eventually because it's going to come to a point where like the equipment's so easy, so easily accessible that it's going to be like what's missing and it's going to be how to use that effectively. So those, so those who do know how are going to start taking jobs and start, start dominating. Mm-hmm. And then those kids who do have that equipment are going to have to go back to the drawing board and, and have to, you know, whether they go to school or they just study it online or whatever, but they're going to have to study, you know? Well, I feel like, so I think the topic of going to film school or not going to film school is super interesting. Cause I didn't go yeah. and I tried to figure this out. You know what I mean? And um, I've always had like an interesting theory on it because I feel like, what you said are the main reasons why I would want to pull the trigger. You know what I mean? To go and be able to be the king of networking and build off that. But I also love the idea of the fallback, which I've never even thought of that. I just love the idea that I had, I could have gear in my hands that I couldn't afford and I got to play with all of it and I could do whatever I wanted. Yeah. See, I was more theory. Like I was more theory based because I always knew even as a young kid, because like my parents, I mean, like I said, we were, my parents both were almost street kids at the time. Right. You know what I mean, they were like 16, 17. They, you know, they were, you know, essentially just, yeah, like I wouldn't say homeless because they weren't living on the streets, but they just, you know, were bouncing around from friend's house. So, you know, my dad and my parents my, and my mom, shout out to both of them. I love them dearly. You know what I mean? But they, they, they gave us the best childhood, but we didn't have 
that much, you know what right. I mean? But we, but even with the film gear that I did have, I was able to make some amazing things with. So mm -hmm. like gear to me does is irrelevant, right? Completely irrelevant. Well, that's what I was getting at. I didn't have access to that. So yeah. I was going to Barnes and Noble and I was buying theory books and I was reading and reading and reading that's and trying what, to understand it as well as I could. Why, yeah. what is it? I didn't even understand really the role the same way, but I was reading every script writing book. I was reading every theory book on how to film be a filmmaker, like anything I get my hands on. That's what it's all about. But I think know? people are skipping that because you're right. Oh, yeah. the, the shiny shit is the gear. Oh, yeah. The cool shit is seeing someone with, in the BTS videos rocking the fucking camera and using a Ronin or a Movi and doing all this wild shit. I know, I know. And I just never was that dude. I don't know. I just never, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I was one of the first ones to ever shoot on a red. Like, I was one of the first ones to ever shoot a music video on a red. Hmm. I might be the first one to shoot a music That's video. That's crazy. You know what I mean? So, like, but it just didn't, I didn't care what camera I had. I didn't yeah. really, it didn't bother me. I mean, it, it you can for, make shit dope with the 5D. No, I mean, we've make, been doing oh, that. I've been doing that. You know what I mean? Like, and, and like a lot. Like, I think Andrew Sandler said you were one of the first people to pull out the DSLR and start shooting music videos oh, yeah. with it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and even like your cell phone, like somebody asked me the other day, do you think you can make something cinematic with your cell phone? I said, oh, absolutely. Of I mean, course. Cinematic is really just a term. Right. But, I mean, if you can create an emotion in the audience and you can, you can, you can make them feel different than they started when they went into it, then, then that is a, that is like, you are effectively using visual storytelling to do what it's, intended to do you totally. know so regardless of the equipment if you're able to do that you know yeah then, then that's it but you can have the best equipment and not know like and create no emotion from your audience mm. and that's complete failure right um, on my you know like in yeah. my belief you know and if you want to make money in this industry especially like for me i want to be a film i, I want to shoot movies yeah you know what i mean so like movies is not about all the equipment you use it's really about how much money you're gonna make yeah you're right and how much money you make back the studio and, and if you're not creating emotion within your audience to go and say hey go watch this movie man like no one's buying it's crazy it. yeah if no one's buying it then it doesn't really matter what you shot with right. or who's in it or, or like anything that's you know? super facts so, that's the best so like super. if you look at if you look at it in like the really details of it mm -hmm. it doesn't really matter like about any of that stuff and i'm not saying film school is like there's no real way to do it because some of my friends have never gone to film school but they're great storytellers and that's just something yeah. that's that's in them as well or they've made it like like yourself who's made a conscious effort and choice to to study and and, and yeah. immerse themselves in that but um but it's it's uh you know it's gonna come the time's gonna come you know what i mean so if you had to do it again right now having some knowledge or having actually not even having knowledge having the access to the internet and all the tools that exist right now if you had to go in 2019 to film school, would you choose film school or would you cho choose the opposite and try to figure it out on your own? 100%. You heard it first. I would go to film school in a heartbeat. In, in a, a heartbeat. heartbeat? In a heartbeat. Because even for me, it, like, all the tutorials and stuff, you get overloaded. You don't know which one to actually do, like which one is important, which one's not. And then sometimes I'm only looking up one that I need for this one project, you know? And then essentially I'm like picking and choosing what I want right. to learn. And like... If I didn't really know visual storytelling, I'm heavy into psychology. Like, I'm so fascinated. I'm so deep Same. into psychology. So, like, but most of these kids aren't. Right. So, they're going to pick and choose what they want. And then you're basically going to, you're just going to pick uh, instructional videos on how to use shiny shit. Mm. So, you're going to get better at using stuff right. that is, is irrelevant. Maybe we're I mean? discovering a niche that needs to be fucking just. Oh, uh, I have a special announcement, announcement, but I can't make it right now. But it's going to be next week. But, yeah, yeah, something's coming. Up, something's absolutely. coming for that. Special announcement. Yeah, special announcement. Until next week, this ain't coming out for like four weeks, I don't think. Three, oh, yeah? Three weeks, probably. Okay. It's for sure coming out next week? Yeah. Yeah, this ain't coming out until like right, three dope, weeks from now. Oh, yeah, we can Let's make it. Drop it, drop yeah, it, it drop it. Out. All right, so officially, you know, I, I'm, I'm creating, it's called the Film the film League. Ooh. And it's going to be, uh, the first is going to be a secret, po a secret pop-up master class Dope. and uh, it's gonna be here in la 200 kids and um and i'm gonna teach you all the, the all the you know 
the essentials you need for visual storytelling. Everything that's missing out there, Damn. you're going to come to my secret class and you're going to learn it all. You're going to walk away knowing exactly how to effectively use your tools to, to make money. Dude, that's you know exciting. I mean? So I, I'm, I'm so excited about it. I mean, my whole thing has always been about teaching, coaching, like doing anything I can yeah, for, same. For, for the young ones or just for anybody, you know what I mean? And um, and help out in any way I, I can. So, you know, I've, I've, I've learned a lot through my own blood, sweat and tears. And so now I just want to like kind of if I can save a couple of those things from other people, like dog, that, that's exactly that, why I do this shit. There we go. You know what I so mean? So how? So if people, okay, I'm trying to do the, by calculating this. The, when did you, when did you say it was happening? But the actual the actual event's going to be February 23rd. Okay, but but presale goes presale starts next week. So next week, so they might miss the presale. Yeah, yeah, but, but, but you'll do more. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be like I'm going to do one every, one quarterly. Okay, cool. Yeah, one quarterly, and they're going to be you know kind of arranged based on some of the questions. But I have you know ten years of people hitting me up asking me certain mm. questions, and I kind of just got the the overall gist of what people were asking me. Right. And 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 the most dominant questions are the most like frequent questions. Absolutely. And I, and I designed a, a, a course out, That's out of it. So, That's super sick. You know, I, I felt these products and, uh, you know, I, I went to tutorial lane. I tried to do that. Shout out to, to Olafemi and Josh because he helped yeah. me tremendously, but it's not my, yeah. it's not my, my, <laughs> my shindig. Yeah, it's, it's not my thing. It's tough. Um, and I'm better just in person. I'm better connecting with people. I just want to, and I also want to have a place where they can come together and connect with each That's other. That's what I was going to say. The best yeah. part about it is like, yep. not only are they learning, they get to so network. It's essentially a, a mini film school. Mm-hmm. Like everything that I'm just saying, like I just went through for three years not you're going to get that as well as the 10 years of me actually on set in Hollywood working with some of the That's top clutch. people you know what I mean so I just so to see follow is there a place that they can follow or sign up for like an email list or some shit just to uh, stay in yeah, tune yeah madalonzo.com that's where everything will be madalonzo.com you know you can go there and, and I'll have a I'll have a, a link that's a film, league pink, the, uh, film league page there so right. I'm going to keep everything I started I, I went and bought like film league and I, I'm like this is too much for me. Yeah. Madalonzo.com <laughs> backslash film league, yeah. the film league. And that's it. You know what I mean? Like oh, I'm wow. keeping it super simple. Right. And, um, you know, I thought about products and like all this other stuff. And I just eventually got to the point where I said, okay, what's like, what's important to me mm-hmm. and what's important. What am I being asked? And, and how can I, how can I solve that problem? Yeah. How can I bridge that gap? And that was just me, you know, hands on teaching everybody like what they, need to, what they need to learn and that's allowing amazing. them to network. And, and, you know, I'm bringing some brands and red and Canon, Sony, everybody to kind of be there as well. So Sick. they can, you know, people want to ask some questions and, and then I want, I want brands to, to be able to have a, be a face, not just a brand yeah. so that they can, they can create, you know, a relationship with, with their users as well. And, 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 and answer bridge, questions. Like, yeah. Yeah. And bridge that gap. Yeah. Where it's not just like, like a product, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you have a face now and you have somebody who's, who's there to, you know, help you. you that's know? Great. And, and so I feel like it's just something that's missing right now. And, you know, Congrats! That's gonna be a time. fucking Thank banger, bro. I think Thank people you. are gonna appreciate. Oh, I'm that excited. Shit. I'm 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 more than excited. I'm I am just, too. It took me a long time, and it took many stressful nights. It's probably the most stressful thing I've ever I've done. Yeah, events are done. another game That's... I've ever done. Just the writing and like, how do I? I just it was crazy for me. Damn. Yeah, Fuck. You, you give me a two hundred thousand dollar video, like I'm fine. I'll yeah. Do treatment, <laughs> like everything, cool, no problem. Easy, Boom, done. Yeah, like no problem. But this, I'm just like, where do I start? Yeah, you, you want to make the best impression, so you yeah. got to piece it all right. Yeah, it was actually an idea from. Um, one of my one of my like he wasn't really an intern but he was one of my behind the scenes guys that i brought in like five years ago he moved out here from texas he got up he was like watching my behind the scenes and one night and he just like laid down and told his wife we're going to we're going to la and like she was like what and like two days later they moved to la he had nothing out here or anything and uh i happened to ask for behind the scenes like i needed somebody for behind yeah. the scenes and he hit me up like at two in the morning came out i shot five in the morning he was there and uh, a, a year later, he's like, bro, you have to do a class. And this was like five years ago. Wow. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, what? Like, that's so foreign to me. But uh, he brought it back up. He brought it, he brought in this uh, couple, a couple 
members that were like big hitters and they they just kind of helped me out just structure it out so sick so it's it's amazing the best thing you can do with that shit is just pull the trigger because like that's what he said that's if what you, he kept saying if you can't if you I started, wait bro i started making the deck and i started like doing everything and he's like bro, he's like we just got to pre-sell we gotta set the date and yeah, pre-sell. put a fucking date that's you'll it. figure it out that's it exactly what have you said. ever skateboarded nah i mean not really my sister was dope but not me i when, was weak like my friend taught me when when we were trying to learn how to drop in on the half pipe uh-huh. i would sit there and i had the board put out and i'm waiting and i'm just like terrified shaking and he's like the longer you, you stare at it yeah. the longer the better your chances of not doing it are yeah, and true. you just gotta go and you fall like and you get coaster. back up yeah it's the, i hate roller coasters yeah, i do thing. too i fucking hate roller coasters same thing, but the Damn. longer you look at the thing you know what i'm saying yeah you're fucked if yeah. you don't do it so yeah. pull that fucking trigger if, yeah yeah, if yeah. You wanna learn that's what shit. he said that's what he's like he's like just gotta we're just we're just gonna put the date out and put the pre-sale tickets it. and like well, fuck. have you been working with that dude since uh, the dude that did the BTS stuff? Yeah, I mean, he's pretty much done a lot of behind, behind the scenes and, you know, I try to get him little gigs as well. Like, I try to... I, my original, like, uh, goal out here was to have a production company, mm. essentially, and then bring in directors because I get a lot of jobs that I just can't do and yeah. smaller jobs that, like, I, but I want to be able to coach the kids, you know what I mean? And show right. them, give, not, not only give them an opportunity, but show them how to do it, mm-hmm. do it you know what I mean? And follow it through, but nowadays it just doesn't it doesn't work out everyone wants their own company and things yeah. like that but yeah he's been he's been committal and, and he has three kids so like shout out to him for just yeah you know uh, being able to balance it all you know Fuck what i mean yeah. so but um but yeah we're here man like we're, i'm excited man the film league you know two, 2019 oh yeah it's taken over it took Dang. 10 years but that's dope yeah i'm that's excited dope. i'm excited i can you know tell I mean? that's yeah. fucking crazy and, like i've already got hit up from other countries like you know they want me to take it yeah all you're gonna place, travel so. this shit bro you just started so, building it out yeah all right so let's go you get done with college Yep. I want to hear the rest of the story. Okay. Yeah. So you get done with college. What's what's your experience? You know, like you said, you, you ended up getting a full-time job for, you said, a music video or a, a label? Yeah. That yeah, was your yeah. first job out of college? Yeah. So, so I was uh, I was interning actually in, in college. Like I did like mad interns. Like I still have every note from college. Yeah. I, I took college that serious because my parents, you know what I'm saying? They took mm-hmm. like, so. Um, Gave everything up for Yeah, yeah. So, so I was doing an internship there and then. And then I ended up. He just asked me to go full full time. You know, it, it was a it was a guy who had um he had a couple of vitamins and like um he basically he had like a vitamin company, but he had so you know he he was doing so well and he was so successful with that that he took you know money to make a side his side job or side hustle right. whatever, which was a record label and he signed like five artists and he wanted to shoot music videos for every one of their albums and they they all had double albums wow <laughs> so, jesus christ yeah it was crazy um he ended up like we ended up shooting everything like but um but like within like six months after he uh it just he had evaporated because he was just wasting too much money and he was he didn't put anything out so he wasn't getting any money back god damn which was and the craziest thing was it was like you know it was like a black skater group um and and a couple of like a couple other like things that were like about to like that just were too 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 early mm, too because, ahead of like, time, yeah, like, yeah it just wasn't popping but then like two years later wayne started skating and yeah. like you know what i'm saying even tk back then was like rocking with us you know what i'm saying but it just wasn't like mm. terry kennedy it just wasn't yeah. it wasn't you know it just wasn't the time but it was crazy to see just kind of some of the people that have been i've i've been able to to team up with have always been like a little bit you know ahead of their time ahead of their curve but they've That's always been on the right path you yeah. know so uh so yeah so then he went back into infomercials and, and i did an infomercial uh with him but it was just it, it was i you know I, I was getting paid really well really really well but it was nothing there was nothing for me as a filmmaker you know and i was i was the top film guy already so i was already like the head of production there and, right and for me I, I knew i knew i was like i was 23 and i was like i know i'm young i want i want someone to show me how to do this like i don't want to 
do it my like, i don't want to be the head guy yeah especially at 23 like i i you know my pride i, I didn't have i don't someone show me yeah, I'll, I'll, me I'll bring climb. you and they told me even in film school bring coffee like you're gonna have to intern like you're gonna have to do whatever maybe five years because back then that's the way it was actually one of my one of my good buddies he you know he produced um uh, what's the, the what's the ant the ant man or what's ant man yeah, yeah ant man so like he's, he's the marvel movie yeah he's yeah. executive producers on on, on on these huge features but he brought coffees for three years wow. four years but now he's doing this it's mm-hmm. been 10 years but now he's you know and that's just the way it goes you know but yeah, um man. but so this so then I, I one day i just called my dad i said dad what do i do what do i do you know like uh you know i was super upset and I, you know i was like, like making too much money no no i was like <laughs> i was like no because I was, I was just like i wasn't growing you know yeah, what I mean? no, like, you and, need and, it. and it just it wasn't it wasn't feeding my my heart you know so uh so i just decided like i and i also looked at okay five years from now where could i be with this company right like I, you know i closed my eyes and i tried to vision where can i be and I, I there was no there was no upper level than than what i already was at so i decided like at that point then i need to go somewhere where i can where i can grow and i lost everything bro like they came and repossessed my car because I, I was you know i was living off a off a, off a 10 dollars salary a month so right. like I was, you know, I, she was cool. I, yeah, I had myself set up in, in a whole different lifestyle, but that just like, and I didn't like, I wasn't smart about it. Like, oh, let me go save up for a couple months and then quit. Like, you know what I'm saying? No, like I literally just walked out. I could do this. Like I literally just walked out with my backpack at like at lunch, you know, just, just Damn. left. And uh, so yeah, man, couch surfed, whatever, like did the whole thing. Like uh, back then uh, it was Craigslist. That was like how you got your jobs. And so I imported tapes. I did whatever, like whatever, you know, 50 bucks for like 500 tapes, whatever, whatever I needed to right. do, you know, just to eat. Eventually got a call and they said, um, you know, uh, this group from San Diego that my roommate knew, they needed somebody to film them and shoot shoot, shoot a little music video for them. They were going to perform at the House of Blues. So that was like 200 bucks or 500 bucks or something. So I was like, right. oh yeah, like of course, you know, I'll go do that. I brought a couple friends with me and showed up and I, I look up to the to the marquee and I see Lil Wayne's name and I'm like... What I'm like is Little Wayne here tonight? You know, and and uh, and so we walk in, we talk like, and yeah, we find out like, yeah, he's performing, he's the headline, and the, the you know the artists were opening up for him because they were San Diego artists. And they, oh you know, word, they, okay. They, 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 they had paid House of Blues to basically open up for all the big names. Yeah, there. yeah. So uh, you know, uh, I do a little bit of talking. My roommate really is like, you know, he's he's the mouthpiece, so he really he really did some talking, and uh, eventually they let us shoot. They told us first that like, there was no shooting, like you guys have to go out of here as soon as. As soon as your art is done, yeah, 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 you're done. But uh, but but he talked to them and said like he'll put a he'll put a you know a promo for you because he was going on a Europe tour, um, like in, in a week after that. So so they, they let us do it. They let us. Shoot I love it. that the homies like fucking just oh bro he doing was the, the management shit for he, you. He was the mouthpiece. He was legit man. Shout out to Royal Honor man. He was like he's he's my guy. Like he he that really he really did the, he really did his thing. You know what I mean? And he he was always like that. He he set up a bunch of stuff and that one just kind of hit. You know what I mean? So then so you so you ended up so shooting I sh- a recap. Yeah, so I, no, I shot the the whole concert yeah right? so i shot the whole concert uh and you know i had an hvx like right underneath it like, mm-hmm. in the, you know in the little in the little spot right there so then i took it home that night like we drove home that night and then i i edited that night like all night just yeah. stayed up all night just all nighter and then i didn't you know back then it split, wasn't as easy of a process back then well no that that for sure but and back then no one was doing like split screens right. like color corrections people weren't doing that shit you know yeah. what i mean so then i dropped that the next day and it was like little wayne official music video that's what i labeled it on youtube <laughs> and this was 10 years ago like people did yeah. Now everybody does that, but like back yeah. then nobody did it. So right. like all the blogs picked it up. It was on MTV.com, like everywhere. Little Wayne's uh it was gossip. Little Wayne gossip official music video it was everywhere, bro. And like I said, it went I got a million like over that is overnight crazy. or like, and that was like one of the first videos ever to get a million. So then uh That was on YouTube? Yeah, yeah, YouTube. Is so it still up there? I think now they have like a 
because somebody ripped my account, oh, that shit. old account that I had. So Damn. they, I think, I think they they put the video down. They took posted it back up. I don't know what's on there. No yeah, more. the official video, like the the video is actually on there. You can see the the, the content, but like not the actual post. So you just edited one live song and called it a music video or you were just did like yeah. a montage of the show no, no, to no, a just song? one song. I mean, gossip, like that was it. Like I actually used, I used the audio from like, was it just one take? I, I, or you had multiple but, but I did, I did, I did so many split screens. I mean, you could check it out. Right, like, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So I did split screens. I just did as much as I could. And I used like other, like him singing other songs while he was singing that. Yeah, I gave it cuts and stuff it, like that. It. But I had, I had one buddy in the back. His tape actually ended up getting fucked up. So I could only use like a little bit pieces <laughs> of it. Yeah. Cause you know, it was, it was, HV, yeah. it was like little mini, I think he had an HV, uh, yeah, HBX something right. like that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So then that that hit. That's well, incredible. And, but I was still like, like I said, I was on, I was on, you know, like struggling, like top ramen, like how am I, like you know, I knew nothing, you know, but I, I felt good. Top ramen with a million. Oh yeah, yeah. That's dope. Yeah, well, yeah, but like, but back yeah. then, like, there was no, no money. ad revenue. There, there was, was nothing. yeah, yeah, nothing. I mean, they, like, YouTube was still foreign, completely foreign. Was, you know? Did his? Did anyone from his camp? hit you up about that or well, I were mean, they mad about it no 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 not mad I good. mean cause yeah cause Wayne needed I mean that was like Carter 1 like right before Carter 2 came out actually yeah. right before Carter 2 they actually called me and asked me if I wanted to go to the Lollipop music video uh, in, in Vegas and shoot at the Maloof's house if I could come and shoot behind the scenes there mm. so um, so that's crazy so yeah Gil Green was directing that I mean like everyone was already kind of like locked in at that point because videos back then were still 250, 300, 400 yeah. you know what I'm saying like we showed up to the Maloof's house which was only one day of the shoot or, like the three day shoot and it was wild, you know what I mean? And like, Gil Green was directed it, and we didn't see him all day. Like, I didn't see him all day. I thought somebody, I thought his AD was directing it. You know what I mean? Damn. And then we found out later that he was directing it. But um, but it was wild. That was a crazy experience. And that experience actually, like, like I went on set and I was like, I can do this. I can do this. Like, yeah, that's yeah. where it really gave me like the the. You see it? Yeah, it gave me the spark and like I, my confidence was just like through the roof. I was like, all right, like there's nothing here that I haven't done before. Because right. I'd already done it in film school, that 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 exact way. You know, they were still shooting on 35, so I was like, I even use that camera. Like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm dumb. Let's go. But uh, yeah, so I, I could think a couple of weeks later, I checked my YouTube and 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 Ski reached out. Like Ski had reached out like that day, but I just didn't know how to check YouTube messages. <laughs> yeah, I remember like MySpace was popping. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. my, my MySpace was like I had covers for every video yeah, like it was yeah. it was crazy so so yes yeah, he hit me up said yo i got you know i'm dj ski whatever whatever i, I looked him up and i realized okay, oh yeah he's games dj you know that's crazy he's like i got i got i got like industry connects i got a lot of stuff i'm doing i just need some visuals for it and so we teamed up and then like i think like a couple of weeks later our first video we ever shot was a uh, cardinal official featuring the clips mm. and um and then a couple weeks after that it was uh dope boys featuring the game which really like kind of put me on the map and then soldier butcher my swag on and yeah new boys uh, you're a jerk and um damn i remember watching that shit in yeah. iowa dog I and mean, all that stuff yeah That's yeah crazy. Shout out to yeah yeah shout out to cole my little my little my little homie bro you know what i'm saying he's, he's from iowa is so. he really yeah yeah dope yeah. that's crazy yeah i remember sitting there watching those videos and i think i think they when when the jerk come out? I don't two thousand nine sometime. They came and play like that's I don't remember that. I just remember that was they were performing in Iowa or some shit. And I remember that song was out and we're like, What the fuck? Like they're in Iowa? What that that's so random. I, I don't know, man, but I gotta shout out to Ski because like some of these records I was like, Yo, this is trash. But, yeah. But he was like, Yo, it's like this is he it right knew. now. Yeah, he knew, he knew. So like he, like I said, he was he was way way ahead of his his time. But uh, what we did what we did back then, because Vivo wasn't out actually, we were the ones who like created Vivo essentially because because yeah. the record labels were we would premiere our videos on our on our channel mm -hmm. so we premiered like turn my swag on all these videos on our channel and we got you know crazy views but I mean, not as many views as now because like just the, the actual community of YouTube wasn't that big but um, yeah 
But we got all those views, and then uh, what Ski would do, he would take those views and go to Motorola, go to Chrysler, and say, hey, Chrysler, look, we have a channel, a YouTube channel that's generating X amount of views, we have X amount of subscribers, give us X amount of dollars, and we'll create X amount of pieces of content with guaranteed eyes, this amount of guaranteed right. eyes. And that just had never been done. That's crazy. And no one even, like, they didn't even know what, like, they they just couldn't really picture it, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, so that was crazy. And then also, like, uh, Ski really like we really changed the whole game like i, I mean unfortunately I, I can't say change it for the better or the worse i don't know i'll, I'll let the I'll, I'll let the people <laughs> yeah. let, you know let, let them yeah, yeah. figure it out but uh we came in and, and um like dope boys and all those videos we ended up going to the like the um the video commissioners were like they didn't even talk to us so we went around them and we went to to the marketing director who was uh, chris clancy who's the manager of like odd future yeah, Tyler and right. yeah so he was like eminem he, he was at he was doing i don't know that. yeah so he was working at interscope and ski was really good friends with him ski was like yo like let us do these videos man i got this kid in here he's crazy blah 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 like give us 10 grand give us 15 grand and like chris chris was like laughing like what do you mean what are you, what are you guys gonna go get some food oh yeah because the budgets were still massive back oh yeah yeah, yeah. Right, right. they, they, they thought we were doing like they thought it was a joke so like 15k when so they were was, spending half oh yeah a yeah it was no it was like a no-brainer for him he was like okay no problem here's like here's a couple records that we think we're gonna blow and like you know do these videos and <laughs> like interscope's like uh like interscope's video commissioner like called us or called ski and wanted to sh like, you know we're curious about shooting a video for turn my swag on but turn my swag on had been on bet number one for the, like the last week so huh. it, it, they just didn't know because they because they, they it didn't run through them properly. Wow. Yeah. So it was just like and, and once they kind of figured out like oh man you can actually shoot a video for twenty grand right that looks the same or it's gonna have the same sort of effect you know what I'm saying like, Fuck. I mean, then 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 after that they just were like why spend this much money yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying so like yeah 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 shot everyone in the foot I mean <laughs> but at the same time like that was our only opportunity like we and that's innovative as fuck because look where the look where gear went yeah of course I mean you know and we just like we were just. I just wanted my opportunity, man. And like, I didn't know, I didn't know how much a video was. Yeah, you know what crazy. I'm saying? I didn't know. And I didn't know like anything, you know, but like a lot of, a lot of the older directors at the time were like, fuck this kid. You yeah, know I bet. And I was like, man, I want this guy to, to mentor me. And he was right. like, fuck, and like, fuck like, he's you. He's like, mentor me? What, what do you mean? You're taking all my jobs, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> so like, that was a little, uh, did you, you know, actually have real run-ins like that? It's yeah. situation. Oh, People absolutely. were, it was absolutely. like that. Absolutely. Like, I showed up, like I shot, I was shooting a couple videos and, and the art, um, like bigger directors would show up and be like, yo, I was supposed to shoot this video. Like, why are you shooting it i'm like bro don't talk to me man like Whoa. talk to your artist like talk to your friend or whatever because like i had no part in that you know yeah. what I'm saying? i didn't know anything you know what i mean i was just a 24 year old kid like damn what do i know you right. know what i'm saying you know all i know is like you know like, like we were doing videos for big artists too like on the low like gorilla style because there was no such thing as gorilla style mm -hmm. when we got when i got here so like i started like i said shooting on the 5d you know and, and all that for five grand for like big artists and like i would just do it on my own like you know like with some lights and yeah. or whatever like I, I knew i could do it and and it just like if you know it upset a lot of people, which I completely understand. You know what I mean? But yeah, like, but I can't. Still. But see, I can't hate on the kids out here who do shit for free right now or whatever. Like, I get it, bro. You got to get in. Mm -hmm. You got to get in. So like, do it. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like when jobs come to me and then they're like, oh no, we're gonna go with this person because he's cheaper or whatever. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I, don't, I can't. Yeah, get it makes sense. I can't get mad because right. like you know I, I was the same way and like shout out to him for you know or or her for getting that opportunity and, and make and hopefully you make the best of it. Right. 97 percent of the time they, they end up coming back to me anyway. So right. like you get what you pay for. You know yeah, no, nah, that's so. true. I always say that too. Like I feel like at this point. It, even me, like I was out here doing whatever I could to get my hands on shit. You know what yeah. I mean? And and you pay the price for it and it sucks when you're doing it, but you ha see the bigger purpose. And then you also see the competitiveness because I feel like there is like, you know, the bar keeps getting lower, 
but I feel like we're at the time where the bar is so fucking low yeah. that we can change it back because we had to do what we had to do to get in here, but we're the right people that need to be in here because I think we're the ones that are going to pull people on. You know what I mean? So now yeah. if we can start raising the value of work, like that's where this has to U-turn. Well, that's where it's going. And like, that's the whole thing about like creating the film league was right. like, you know, I, whether or not it turns that way or not, I at least want the content to be better. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And like, Please and, God. And, I, and I want, and I want people to be able to, to, to continue to, their career and continue relationship with the clients right. and, and be able to like, to do that stuff and, and, and being able to tell a story and sell a product and sell a artist or sell that effectively is the only thing that's going to do it. You know right. what I mean? So, um, but yeah, man, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I think, I think right now what I have to find like the, the silver lining in it is the opportunity for anyone to be able to create anything they want. You know what I mean? So now I have a lane to go create a film like tomorrow if I want to, right. you know what I'm saying? So, and I just don't, I can't see it making a huge U-turn as far as like budget wise. No, nah, but I think see. if it, it's like almost like, at least if they're like they're, it's getting so small the, like the niche is so small if you make it to the top that I feel like if people could start standing up for something well yeah you know you have to like when I yeah so after I left Ski TV man I went with uh, a happy place um, actually Taj who create who created Riveting with actually I think he just created himself oh, uh, or maybe with Colin I don't know but yeah, uh, yeah. with Andrew but 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 Taj um, he had left Riveting um, you know he had bought out of his of his ownership and, and he went over with happy place and created TPK, and then he brought me into Happy Place, and and um and that was with Lark or Hello. I don't know if it was Lark or Hello. Jamie Jamie Rabino, she's she was huge. It was like me, Amelia Rojas, and um, uh, Nabil. Those mm. were like the three, and Taj. Those were like the four directors we had on our roster. That's crazy. It was crazy. But uh, but like Tara Tara and Happy Place, she like they just said no for me. Like they said no a lot, and like I didn't work for like four or five months, but they just said no because saying no to offers for you. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Like anything that was going to come in that wasn't going to be beneficial and like pretty much just said no to everything I think and just to create a bar for myself right like for dope. me because I couldn't do that as a filmmaker like I just wanted to be I wanted to work I, I didn't really care you know yeah. and uh, they just created that so like we're not going to say yes until X amount comes in or whatever right and so, yeah and they kind of created that on their own like by force because I, I couldn't have done it you yeah know I mean so I, I I appreciated them so much and then even after that every project that came in they would break it down and ask me like okay look it's not a money project or like whatever like they, every project would have some sort of you know value to it and if it was did it make sense for how long it was going to take me right i don't want you know because like we get upset like you know three four weeks the project takes longer than you're supposed to and then you're going, what am i doing like you know what i mean like if you break it down into like hourly i'm getting paid like Trash. five cents yeah you know what i mean Trash. but but they were so great on like teaching me how to just have a have a different perspective on it and and ask myself questions that I, you know, I, I needed to ask myself so right. that, that like weeks later I wasn't putting myself into a hole. Yeah. But, uh, but also, like I said, just saying no, you know, and then it kind of taught me how to say no. Yeah. And that's so, a huge, huge, I always say, say yes to you can't say no. Like that's, you, yeah, you know, absolutely. absolutely. When but when starting. you can't, you have to say no, you know yeah. what I mean? And even, even now, like when I ask these kids to come out, like I always ask them like, what's your, you know, what's whatever, you know, and they say free, 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 free. I'm like, okay, that's great. Like I understand you'll come out for free and I'm, I'm going to need you for free, but I'm asking you like when I do have some bread like well, what do you want to get yeah, paid? Exactly. so you better know you know right. what I mean like because you get to value yourself because yeah. if you don't I'm damn sure ain't going to yeah not not by not by like because I'm a, a mean human being just by proxy like yeah. if you're always going to come out for free I'm always going to have you for yeah, free yeah exactly <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean willingly and so you have to be able to create those but it's hard man we're artists like you know what I'm saying we love we love what we do and uh, 
and like pays almost secondary until like we look into the cupboard and there's you know nothing, nothing in there. Out there. Yeah. Like, so then you're like, damn, I did all this work too. You know what I mean? It's crazy, right? Yes, but you know, it's it's the artist and the business. Like you have to have both mindsets, which is like it's almost impossible. Yeah, I found myself in a spot where I was to do a doc directed doc and the money the the budget started getting so low it just kept getting cut down 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 from what originally thought it was going to be yeah to the point where if i would have pulled the trigger on it to work with the artists like i'm always going to be known like i will do everything for that much money you know what i mean so i had to choose to not do that just to set the bar for myself just like you know those people were doing for you yeah i feel like that's a it's important when to know it's not like i had bread or i had better opportunities yeah at the no time. no for sure they, i was I, just like i didn't work bro like i was yeah. just like and i was like what are we doing here yeah. <laughs> I, I stopped and i i fucking was like the tour started and left i was like i just missed my opportunity right, like right. this is that fuck up what is that called fear of missing out fomo, FOMO. Yeah. yeah but i started black window cream the same day that tour left so mm. it ended up being like i saw some shit happening i was like oh this is actually i think it's gonna work but yeah Man, so that's you, that's a that's a hard man. That's a, that's one of the hardest things, and that's that's something <clears> like everything. I can me and you can talk about and tell these guys until like they're, like we're we're you know we have no more breath. Yeah, but like until you go through it yourself, is you're not going to learn. You know what I mean? No, because if Jay Z calls tomorrow, like. 97 99 will go jump on for free you fuck know yeah you wanna it's like every time there's always there's always a reason why there's a, exactly you gotta pick and choose your Ex- battles exactly there's always a reason why man like there's always a reason why yeah. so like it's just it's tough you know it's it's a tough line you right know? so so you go on to work with those dudes and um that whole squad and then you know what are some of your first jobs when they did start saying yes uh, let's see what was our first job that we did um, Martian vs. Goblins oh. yeah I watched that video probably a million times yeah Iowa, Martian vs. Goblins was one of, the, one of the one of the first one of the first ones that came in um, I feel like that was one of the first times I saw um, the fucking didn't he have his eyes blacked uh, out uh, no we had like we had like white ones in there yeah. we tried to get black ones but we couldn't find them at the yeah. time I remember watching that bit. damn they fucking yeah. make white eyes eyes yeah, yeah, crazy yeah. Ah. so like that was one of the first ones then we did like a lot of like Tyrese videos and man what did we shoot we shot so much i can't even i can't even think right now i can't even think what what were our other jobs but what's um, what's going through your head at this point because you're like starting to get a lot of consistent work and you're you're you know building yourself up as a director uh, or were you still feeling like you were in the struggle bus and you're trying to find your niche well i think i think as as filmmakers we always want to be better so we're always going to be kind of in that struggle bus yeah i, I think like i think once you once you get too confident or comfortable then like you have to go to something else where you're going to struggle in because like that's how we learn yeah you know what i'm saying like i don't want to be the master of anything you know right. what i mean i always want to be a student of whatever it is that i'm doing you know and not necessarily like i want to be like moping around or anything like that but like i didn't feel i always felt like i could get better mm-hmm. you know what i mean i always felt there was like another level to it right um so then you know i started looking for other content but th- but the music videos were just so like they were just coming in so rapidly that i had like i didn't have time to do anything else you know um you know, I, I think I, at that time I really started going into like a little bit of like, it was more of a personal discovery of just kind of like who I was because mm. I kind of lost that. Like, uh, you know, I came from a really humble background. I, you know, it's a, I wanted to be around family. I, I wanted a family. I wanted to be a father and a husband. And like, I wanted, those were like my goals. Like I was good at filmmaking. I wasn't like in love with filmmaking. I Interesting. Mean, I, I was in love with it, but like if I was going to be, if I was better at something else, I would have done that. You know what I mean? Like, I just wanted to make, I needed to make a living. Right. Right? Like, that was like my, you know, my dad's old fashioned nine to five. Hey, yeah. get your paycheck. 
pay your bills, take care of your family, right? And that's kind of like what was embedded in me. Right. So like we go the complete opposite of that. Mm-hmm. Like checks come here and there, blah blah, whatever, right? So like it's a whole a whole different thing. But I was so talented in this field that I had to go do that. And I feel like unfortunately like society today lies a little bit and tells people to follow their dreams and follow their heart. But I'm sorry, man, if you suck at singing <laughs> or you suck at being a filmmaker, like you're just you're just prolonging what what it is that you're actually destined to do. Right. You know what I mean? Because maybe you are destined to be a a physician or you're destined to be a school teacher mm-hmm. or something but you just love singing it's yeah, like yeah. okay well i'm sorry like you shouldn't do what you love you should do what you're good at yeah you yeah. know what i mean and then learn to love the, the rest of your life right right because I, I always tell people i am a filmmaker but uh that's not who i am that's what i do you're like i'm a football player that's that's yeah yeah <laughs> see and that's what i love the most you know if i want to do what i yeah. love i'd have been a five foot five dude yeah. out there at city college trying to play for like nine years trying Fuck. to be trying to find a way to like get another year of uh you know get in the practice squad or some whatever shit. you know Damn. what i'm saying red shirt blue shirt gray right. shirt you know what i'm saying yeah. like, but uh playing playing like flag leagues and stuff like that yep. like but but i was just good at it you know what i mean so so then like i said i got i got a little lost man i got like you know, ski, ski and, and everything was like, you know, I was hanging around celebrities every day. I was verified on Twitter. Like I had a lot of things going for me, you know what I mean? Parties and like, yeah, you're lit. just, I was, yeah, I was up in, you know, and so like as a kid, you know, you just kind of, and, and I had the general public, I'm in magazines, right. I'm in this and that people are like taking pictures with me and stuff like that. So I started thinking I'm God's gift. You yeah. know what I mean? So I think really like the next couple of years were just kind of like rediscovering my purpose out here, huh. realigning myself with my vision and like what I actually, what I actually want to do right. with this. You know what I mean? And like, cause I don't want to just be a dude like in the mix and right. like, yeah. right? like I want to have a purpose of vision and I want to make sure that like teach your fucking class. It's, and that's what, that's what, that's what, you know, that's, that's, crazy, that's right? where that came from. You know what I mean? And so, so like that was kind of like a big, a big chunk of that time. You mm. know what I mean? I mean, I was still obviously shooting and, and directing, um, but I also got signed to ICM, which I completely skipped, but I got signed to ICM. Um, and that was from Fly Like a G6. One of the yeah. agents from ICM saw that. And so I was signed as a feature film director at ICM in 2010. Wow. And I was signed up to like 2013, 14, something like Holy that. Holy shit. Yeah. And so I was up for like Safe House and a bunch of other movies, man. War Dogs and like all these movies. And um, and so like I was going to meeting at Paramount, you know, $10, $15, $15 million uh, movies, you know. And, and I was pitching and making trailers and all this stuff and, Damn. and trying to get my, you know, trying to get my, my, my motion picture skills on, you know, right. and flow on. But uh, so I had all these things juggling, man. And I just, you know, it was just, it was just overwhelming, I think, you know. So... so- when did you when did you part from ski? Uh, How did like, that go about? Was that like a clean cut or was that grab um, your bag and walked out too? Nah, it wasn't so much like that. It just we started going different directions as far as like you know he he I I I, I kind of reached my plateau there as well mm. you know and 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 I realized it was we brought Jamie in uh, we brought um, Larkin and our Hello Company to come to come and rep us as a company uh, as Ski TV to get us bigger jobs and bigger right. clients and she she came in and she was like I can't really rep you guys like I can rep Matt but I can't rep you guys hmm. and um, because like it, there was no it just didn't make any sense it still doesn't make sense like why rep a whole company like I just you know right. what I mean like because not everybody was filmmakers not everybody was visual yeah, content true. we had like a marketing team who was like they, we were doing like back end uh, Twitter stuff back then like I mean we were just so ahead of our time it was crazy but um but like we were more of a marketing company and more of like, you know, more of that type of, of, of ship, you know what I mean? And like we were, we were signing artists. We were just doing a lot of different things. And, yeah. and I just like, you know, the, the percentage of the company that was going to be filmmaking or visual like videos, it was, it was always going to be aligned with this. And, you know, 
if I wanted to do this and it didn't fit within this mold, then it wasn't going to be done. You right. know? And so eventually you get to a point where you got to, you got to figure out what's the best for, you know, for, for you, you right. know? And, and so that's kind of how that went. And, you know, I ended up coming back like a year later and I developed a ski TV show that we went to uh, Mark Cuban's network with, which was on, um, it, which was on, it's called access TV, Mark Cuban's network. I created a TV show with ski. Um, it was called ski live. And, um, we, at first we wanted our whole, our, our own network and we were, we were, we were shopping, you know, network deals pretty much yeah. to, to, to create like another MTV, right. essentially, you know, with like content throughout. And so we, what he did was he just condensed all the shows that we had created or I created and we put them into an hour instead of having a whole network of like 24 yeah. hours. Yeah. So, um, slated. So, uh, so I came back and did that. So like, that was awesome. And, you know, me and Ski have a great relationship. We went last, last year, went out to the playoffs and shot NFL stuff and, and all that stuff. But, um, but yeah, I just had to go, I had to go solo. So as soon as I went solo, Taj called me and jamie who had like i said who we had brought in previously to kind of try to rep us she she was like okay you're solo now like let's let's sign you on like i said it was me emilio rojas and you know nabil and what Taj. An honor. yeah you that's know what crazy I mean? and so so that's kind of how that that all happened and uh and then i created my own company modern artists and um and you know i just kind of went that lane man so this is when you created your own company are you still signed by them well they As were a director like, well, I was signed, yeah, I was still signed to them. And then I had Martin Artist Creative. Essentially what I did was like, I would get a lot of like smaller jobs um, and I couldn't put my name on them because I have, I have my agent, my rep over there, you know, talking to, you know, Sony Music and Interscope and blah, 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 asking for $100,000 videos for me. And I couldn't really do a ten, fifteen thousand right. dollars job because then it was a complete contradiction. Yeah, you know right. I mean? and, and it didn't help. So, so then I created Modern Artist. And what I also try to do is, like I said, bring in some young guys to come in and, and eat off me. Yeah. Like, come on, like you know, what I'm them. as well as you know, like it was a it was a source of income for myself as well, you know. But that didn't really <laughs> that didn't really work out too 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 well. So just because it was too competitive, trying to stay under wraps. No, 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 not that. I mean, like me shooting other videos was fine, but it's just like how, I didn't want to shoot everything. But some of the art, some of the kids just didn't understand the dynamics of like, like yeah, you're gonna have notes, bro. Like they're not gonna like your fucking first yeah, edit. That's like, the tough thing to teach. You people. know, and they get all emotional and shit. Or or sometimes like they would want their own. You know, like they would get a picture with game, and then next thing they know, they, they, you know, two days later, they're like, oh, I'm gonna start my own company now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like it was like a lot of that stuff, which I didn't really understand at first. But then as like obviously the movement like really progressed, I like you know you can make it. You know, is it likely? No. Right. You know, and I still, I still, I'm still a firm believer in, in mentorship. I don't care what Gary Vee says. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like the, the access and doors that are opened, it's even, it's even a notch above networking hmm. because you're, you're, you're getting that person's network. You know what I mean? And the not only thing. network, workflow, you know, all the ins and outs, but you have to be consistent. You have to like really rock and roll. And I just didn't have any, like, no, I couldn't find them. Yeah, that's like, tough. Really, really rock. Like they'd come with me and they realize, like, oh shit, it's not what's on your Instagram stories. It's 24 seven. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's 24 seven. Like, what the do you mean? The fuck you think this was? Well, yeah, I got like, a dinner and movie in oh, like yeah. three hours. Oh, fuck, I don't give or a then, shit. Like, like two weeks later, they'd be like, oh, so am I going to get paid? I'm like, this is an internship. Yeah. Internship. Jesus Christ. Google the fucking internship. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I just didn't understand at that point. Like, I just didn't understand. Like, and that's the way it's still, I feel like it still is, you know what I mean? Because yeah. like, no one's telling anybody like what it actually takes, you know what I mean? Right. And they see their friend or their homie. And it's like, yeah, you might be able to get 500 views. You might be able to get $500 a video, but like what next? Right. Where do you go from there? Yeah. That's not an achievement. No. You know what I mean? Nah. You're skating by. <laughs> yeah. I mean, barely. You know what I'm saying? Rent like, ain't going to be paid with $500. Exactly. Like, what do you want to be in 10 years too? Like, are you on the right path? Because you might be on the right, you might be on the path to $500 in 10 years too, because right. you're not setting yourself up properly. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you're not doing nothing. Yeah. 
you know? Huh. And so there, there, there are some of the kids, kids who can make it. But if you look at the, if you add, if you look at the number of filmmakers that are out there trying to make it and you look at the number of like kids who've actually been able to make their own lane and, and you look at the percentage of that, it's probably no different than becoming a singer or winning the lotto. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like, I, yeah, don't, I, don't, I don't know why people just seem to think the odds are completely different at, at this point. It just, it it's a, me a so bit. much more oversaturated at this point. Oh, you it's know it's I mean? even like, harder, it's you know, incredible. and it's like, it's like, yeah, you can create a hundred YouTubes and like have po- like everything you want. But like, if you don't catch on, like it's really hard and, yeah. you, and you still need something to pay your rent. You know what I'm saying? Like, Damn. what do you do? Yeah. You know? And then that's a hard truth. It's, it's tough, you know? Yeah. So like, I, I like, I, I was like, yo, I'll give you my, I'll like, I'll gladly give whoever was, it was almost like, it was almost like a, like a challenge. Like if you can make it through this shit, like you will have access to anything I have access yeah. to, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, that's how it should be though. I think like, yeah. I not how it should be, but you, like you said, like mentorship, internships I, I see it in our community all the time some people will be like man some guy tried to make me do a free internship i'm like i don't i never even heard of an opportunity where i could get paid doing an internship no, an internship is i mean that's what that's what they're for that, you know like, I, mean? I did i did five internships before i left before i even left college that's, and i was driving to la man. from ventura driving to la after after a full day of school driving out driving out to la to, to do internships uh, you know at different places and then driving back home going yeah. to bed waking up doing it all over again yeah never complained never asked for money i knew what it was like olafemi tutorials josh he was coming to riveting when we were there working on chris brown's doc absolutely and he would drive every day i didn't realize he was coming from santa barbara mm-hmm. i didn't realize that he was also a teacher yep. already and he was just like i'm just so passionate about it yeah. and i'm like holy shit but and that's he, what it takes he literally did it and then you know the next thing you know he's got some knowledge in this he's got no knowledge yep. in this he can go and teach people and like yeah. that's what I'm he's so meant proud to of do josh man i'm so proud Me too. I, I met him like years before he came out and i went and talked at his class in santa barbara oh, for real? yeah i went and talked to i think they were high schoolers yeah maybe junior high high schoolers i went and, i went and had a class with with them and um they probably love that oh it was awesome it was awesome i mean, I, got, I got a lot of like you know tmz style questions Questions, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, but uh, what's it like yeah. seeing the game? Can you show? Can you show Little Wayne my song? You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> can I give you my mixtape? Like, fuck man, come on. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, that was awesome. And like to see his growth and progression, and 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 into like and to see the time that it's taken. It's like it's true, you know. Like it does yeah. take that long, and like you know the one hitters and like here and there. Like I, mean, I was one of them, so like yeah, it does happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then what? You know right. what I mean? And I felt like even even me, if I could go back and just like set myself up, a, if I could go back. I would, I would, I can't say that I would do it differently, but I would I, implement a few new things into yeah, your mix. But I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out if I would choose like, 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 like the way that I, like the one video that I did a million views, bam, next overnight I have ski, like labels calling me for video or if I would like, right. be, and I, I almost nah, think this I is your path. That, you gotta you know? take yeah, that Yeah, no, no, for sure. Like it was already preordained, but, yeah. but, um, but I almost feel like the, the the longer road is like you learn and you like you're more grounded, mm. I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you have more like truth and, and more like resources and networking and right. you know you don't piss as many people off you know, yeah. like I did. No, I mean, but you yeah. learn. You live and you learn. Yeah, that's it. That's, <laughs> that's 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 the rule of the game, rule of life, man. Like you know, there's no difference in in, in filmmaking than there is in life. You yeah, know? exactly. It goes hand in hand. So if you think like you're gonna come over into our world and it's gonna be completely different, all fucking cherries and roses and shit, like you're gonna be nah. set for a rude awakening. Because if anything, it's worse on this side. You yep. know what I'm saying? Always, man. Yeah, there's so no like, guarantee. There's no fucking safety net. Oh, there's, there's no insurance. Zero. Zero. Find zero, that shit zero, on your own. Zero. I mean, there's no guarantee. Like I have a video on Thursday, and like there's no guarantee until like the money's in the account. Right. Or until like I mean, luckily. I, at this point I asked for deposits and stuff right. but like you know like there's no there's no guarantee yeah. of anything like Sucks. I, so like this is a little tip you know 25% non-refundable deposit I meet with them once 
after that, it's like, this is it. If you want to meet or talk again or email or write a treatment, anything, 25% non-refundable. You Smart. do not get your money back yeah. if you cancel. Otherwise, you, I mean, but it's such a, it makes too much fucking sense because you're putting in the work you're already oh, I've, I've learned, man. Like, writing I've, treatments I've, and doing. I've, 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 I've written so many treatments and treatments are a little like iffy because if they come in from the major labels and they're for huge artists and, yeah. you know, huge budgets, then, then I'll write them gladly for free because I already have a relationship with those right. people and like, I understand, like, I might not get it. Like, I understand the percentages of that. Yeah. But like these, like, you know, independent artists and things like that. Like, I've had so many people i'm working for weeks and weeks and they're like oh we cancel it or weeks and weeks and weeks and then next thing i know like oh we don't need you no more and then the video comes my video comes out with yeah. the, the little homie doing it you know right. what i'm saying so like i mean you live and you learn like, what's so. your what's your process when you do write treatments what how do you usually kind of deliver to your clients well i sit down on both cases the cases where you're trying to get the big artist jobs or you know you might not have a relationship with those people yeah. or you know kind of uh well i look at, i mean it's 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 all marketing man like everything's marketing so they're a product you gotta right. look at i look at them no different than they're if, if they're water you know what i mean like it's like okay who's your target market do you is this song appeal to your target market or are you, are you trying to get a big are you trying to bring in a new market you right. know what i mean and so then I, I tailor the video or my concept based on that and really what i do is i sit listen to the record and then just go through uh, you know my vault of images which is like 500 million and i just <laughs> go through and i just like see what like talks to me you know yeah. what I mean and kind of just like, like see what lane I want to go in and then um, but sometimes I, I don't know I could be like sleeping and I wake up like oh, I got an there idea you know what right. I mean or in the shower or like mm. whatever you know what I'm saying like at the club dancing who knows yeah. but it, it comes you know what I mean it's just like it's just something that like the more you try to force it like the worse it is yeah for you sure you know what I mean so like there's not I can't say it's one or the other but um, but you know you can come to the film league and you'll find out there you all go those that's right <laughs> but you'll put you'll, you'll just like say you're scrolling through the internet you find references and images that you See, like I don't even saving. do that no more like, uh, like I, I'm like uh, I was I work with uh, Ponch um, Perez Luis Perez huge DP uh, he pretty much does all Tyler stuff and uh, when I worked with Happy Place, she teamed himself. He didn't like me, you know. He didn't like me much because I just I, he felt that I wasn't serious enough because he was, you know, he's older and he'd work with like huge director. You know, he was he was hype's DP for years, right? right. And um, so he was like, he would always ask me about references, like like. I want to know what you want, which, what the fuck you want your lights to be like. Bro. Right. And I'll be like, well, a little bit of, you know, I, yeah, you know, he's yeah. like, fuck. He's like, and one day he just told me like, look, do this, bro. I want you to go to the internet and I want you to go to these blogs. He gave me like four or five, like uh, photo photography blogs. He's like, just download reference images, spend the next week doing that, you know? And then, and, and make a file, make a folder of five of, of, yeah, of, yeah. of images. And so then I just took that to the next level. And then I just started like, like, and now I have a folder and it's like literally like, anything you could think of it has its own folder and, right. and anytime I have spare time it's not even when I have a video because when you have a video it's already like you're already yeah. in crunch time yeah. you, you can't just like go through Pinterest like as you have a video like yeah, you, you know because then it's nah. just like forced you know so Super like true. I do it when I'm like whatever and then I just I've, I've created like like I said you know a, the best directory a stock and yeah and then, and then I just go through there like I have everything from like colored lighting keynotes broken down into like every color like keynotes in the scene keynotes not in the scene like I mean everything mm. you could think of you yeah. know exterior day exterior night like everything right movies i've I, you know i've watched movies and i take screen, screen yeah. grabs of, of movies you know it takes hours and i mean and i've been doing this for the past like six years so. yeah so that collection's fucking gold crazy so that's what i that's what i do that's what i, I go back through that and then i and sometimes i'll even have the images already i already kind of know because i've right. like, created it yeah you've you know? seen so, all that shit so that's what i pull from you know what i mean and that's then, dope yeah that's it's just every 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 video is different though because nowadays a lot of a lot of videos a lot of clients are coming in and they already have their idea right which is like it's super tough but yeah. it's it's like i said 
it's a hard medium. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're trying to add your twist or your, your, you know, your little take on it. Yeah, exactly. And like, even when you do commercials, like I was up for a lot of commercials and I haven't really done too many, but like, cause I didn't know what the fuck to do. They sent me the, the deck of the, of like, you know, Budweiser commercial. I'm like, the deck's done. What do you want me to do? They're right. like, no, write another one. I'm like, well, right. For what? <laughs> like, what do you want me to change? Yeah. Our, our internal team did this one, but we need you to do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, the fuck for? Well, because it goes, you know, it goes through so many different ad agencies, yeah. but until the time it gets to like the production and from the production, they want to, they want the directors to write them and choose which director had the best treatment. I'm like, but the treatment's already done. Yeah. Like, you, you know, like, I don't know what you want me to do. With it's this. like, it's a fucking trick. Like, am I supposed to, yeah, essentially to be similar? Should I exactly like, you guessing know, game? yeah, it was, it's, it's super tough, you know? And so like when artists come in with their own ideas and stuff like that, like at that point, I, I, I think, I think about it more as a, I mean, cause essentially we're just, if you think about it in like the most like simplest terms or simplest ways, like we're a work for hire, man. Mm-hmm. Like we're no different than the painter who painted this shit. For sure. So like this painter in here, I'm sure he's an artist, right. but like this is, they didn't want a fucking mural. Right. He didn't get to come in here and say, you know what? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't want to do your idea. I want to create, you know, I'm going to paint fucking a, whatever yeah. here. No, like he, he, like, yo, I want you to paint a white wall, paint yeah. it white. So like he had to do that. You get a paycheck and you go home. Yeah. So sometimes you gotta, you gotta take the job just like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and that's like, you know, do you want money or do you want to be an artist? And like, there's, there's two different, there's two different avenues. So like you said, pick and choose your battles. You are a hundred percent right. And that's, it comes, it comes down. It, it applies to every single scenario. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this is, this is one of them. It's no different. You know, right. do you choose the creative stuff where, yeah, you might be able to be full, fully creative, but the budget's 500 bucks. Right. Or do you do a job where they already have, they already know what, to, you know, you are, you don't get any creative freedom, but you're going to make your rent grand. three times. Yeah. What do you do? Right. You know what I mean? There's no way you can say no. Although like, I got to give like, shout out to hero, like hero, one of the, one of the cats that like from, from the jump, bro, like the guy only, I don't know. I don't know his financial situation. I don't the know director? him like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know him like that, like at all, but cause he's just on a roster. So I got a lot of jobs that he wouldn't do. Oh, right. That he wouldn't write on, but he only wrote on jobs that he was like super passionate about. And he only took the ones that like, he didn't take any input from the, like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like he, he really made a, a just like a distinctive choice and like really like put his foot down. It was like, I'm only going to do jobs I'm passionate about. And so like, I love that. And he created his own lane, which was amazing. Yeah. You know? But most people just don't have that opportunity. It's like, tough to do. I needed to eat. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, how am I going to eat? You know, right. like if I, if I pass up on all these other opportunities that were pretty much guaranteed, like, Hey, we we're coming to you. We want you to do this video, but you have to do it this way. Mm-hmm. What do you do? I mean, it's a check it basically already in your hand. Yeah, I know. It's a stepping stone. Yeah, it is. I mean, and you have to look at. I look at it in two different directions. There's there's your money jobs, and then there's like your passion jobs. You know. Yeah. And your passion jobs, you still get paid for your money right. jobs. You you know, you still gonna put some of your passion into it, but it's not gonna be. You're not gonna get the best of both worlds. But if know? you do enough money jobs, you could take more risk on your your, your creative ideas Correct. that may not. You know, what I mean, like sometimes even you have to shoot a goddamn sizzle. Like my friend's shooting like a forty thousand um, dollar. Why can't I think of the fucking word right now? Uh, spec just mm-hmm. to just just to show an idea no, real amazing. quick and that happens all the time. I don't yeah. think it happens. I don't know. I guess I don't know in the commercial world if, it, if yeah. specs are happening as often. At oh yeah, not, not so much anymore. 40K, like, nah, 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 nah. But they're really throwing it into it because like they TV just believe in their, like that. Yeah, they believe Netflix, in it that much. That stuff, yeah. Cool, we'll do this and we're going to show you why every car should car company should ever have a shoot. Absolutely, that's amazing. I mean, I think that's, a, that's, that's a, who is that? Who's no, my homie Mike. Oh, okay. I yeah. I knew him. Um, no, he's he Canadian. That's cool, though. Shout out to him, man. Like, yeah. yeah, take those risks, man. Yeah, it allows you to kind of like do what you want to do as well. You know what I mean? And like, you know, it's it's tough, man. Like, and I, I talk, I speak more for like the, the, the kids who are like, 
I don't know, in your first five years. Because yeah. like after that, like if you're a professional making a hundred grand, like you're not tuning into what the fuck I say. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you're already making it. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, and you, you found a way to figure whether you watched me earlier or you, whatever, you've already yeah, figured yeah. out your lane. You know what I mean? I speak to the younger cats who are like a $40,000 spec is like, like a two years worth of money for them. You know what it's I'm fucking saying? Crazy money. So though. like, yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? So like I speak to them as, as more so like, cause they haven't, they haven't, maybe they're just coming across to like the person who has an idea and like, trying to figure all that shit right. out you know what i mean hmm. um damn this is great what uh out of all your videos that you've done to this oh, to date you know i'm gonna <laughs> ask this question i know what was your biggest fuck up mm. that's a good one Ugh. i mean you can tell me which one was your favorite but Mm-mm. i'm more interested in like what yeah was i don't care biggest? what the, the favorites are relevant yeah, yeah the favorites are relevant i mean there's really no favorite i mean um shit i gotta think you've done a lot of videos my friend i know i'm trying to think i mean I mean, I fucked them all up in some way. You know what I mean? If, I, yeah. if I'm honest with myself, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, well, well, from from communicating with, you know, because sometimes the communication's directly on me, especially nowadays, you know, or like earlier on as I went left. And right. so just communicating with clients, maybe not calling them because I'm locked in the edit zone and I'm like, I don't call the respond yeah. back. You know what I mean? Like that really, but like I was like fucked up completely. I like really fucked not up. Completely, nah, but yeah, like I'm know. saying like, I mean, like me, like single-handedly, I'm just trying to think, like, because like I like today I had to, I left the motherfucking sliding door open when we started our podcast. That was a fuck. Yeah, up. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, because like the thing is, like most of my jobs that I did, and even even now, like that I I do take I like like the video I'm doing on Thursday. I'm DPing as well as as directing. You know, I'll be editing as well. But like, I I already have my checklist done, and like I and I've always been that way. Yeah, like I said I have every note from college, so I've always been really like cover my own ass you know yeah. what I mean and my shot lists were always done like I was always organized I would always like almost like overly nag my producers do you have this do you have this do you right, have this right. whatever right um, so I was like I, I I can't think of like sometime I like completely like blundered you know what I mean like um, I don't know bro like I don't know I can't think of it off the, I can't I can't I'm, I'm trying to think of one that like like I didn't I, well there's times I've been I showed up late you know what I'm saying yeah. like shit like that you know, where I, like I might have been editing until like 4 in the morning and then like Man, passed out and like I have a seven o'clock call time. I don't show up till eleven. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like shit like that. Yeah. You know, uh, real Hollywood on them. You know yeah. what I mean? But like I, not like I did it on purpose, right? Damn. Um, uh, uh, just slept through my snooze my alarm a few times. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, yeah, dude, I can't. Hey, that's not because, bad. But then that's also, not a bad also, problem to have. Yeah. At the same time, though, like I had a great teams around me. Mm-hmm. I, I had great teams around me, so I wasn't. I I wasn't responsible for everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just by the time the set came or whatever, I just had to show up. You know, because yeah. I already been through fittings. I already sat with the artist i already created my shot list i already walked through because like I, i'm i'm very big on including the artist because it's at the end of the day it's your brand right you know what i mean i'm sure yeah, yeah. it's like i'm not one of those type of dudes that like oh you know all yeah, artsy yeah. fartsy it's like yeah we're a team like let's let's lock and load you know what i'm saying i want to make mm. sure that at least you you're probably not gonna understand what the fuck i'm saying when right. I'm talking, it's gonna be a wide shot but the 35 millimeter we're gonna come in we're gonna be like what the like, fuck cool, but, well, exactly exactly <laughs> but at least i'm going over it with you so that at the end at the end you can't be like well i didn't want this yeah exactly you know what i'm saying so it like, gives them a chance to be comfortable with you and say like yo i wouldn't i actually wouldn't dance like that or yeah, i wouldn't do or this any thing. ideas that they had i mean because the first video bro like i shot dope boys i had i had a full shot list like a thick shot list i just got out of film school and game just like like slapped the thing out of my hand he's like bro what do you want me to do like don't read that shit no more like tell me because i was like why okay so we're gonna have a wide shot we're gonna get interest from the left and he's like bro just tell me where to walk and like yeah how to, like when the music's gonna go on yeah you know um that's hilarious yeah, that was a funny one he didn't really like me from, from after like that first video because i was like i said 23 doing too much no, 23 yeah like, yeah you're like who is this dude um that's hilarious but i can't remember like 
a joint that I just I, I said if anything the editing like the back end editing is just like some I've, I've, I've definitely missed a few premieres that's for sure yeah yeah a few like lo- locked and loaded like MTV like already paid for type shit you know damn and that was all on me 100% you know what I mean and that's just me being a perfectionist yeah you're just sitting in it too long it's way too long man and then like I isolate and like I don't have anyone look at it because if I just had some eyes on they'd be like that's dope bro like put it out but like in my mind you just I'm keep like, tweaking and tweaking no, and tweaking no, and no, tweaking. no 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 I don't do that I wish I did that I, I scrapped the whole thing and started from scratch Jesus Christ I, I've edited videos 15 different times yeah. before they came out fuck no problem bro yeah like, absolutely no problem like I don't even budge right you know what I mean like actually my first right, like right. my first two years or three years I used to create the first edit and just to get kind of get get the, the jitters out and mm-hmm. then I just like come in the next day or two days later and just scrap the whole thing and start from scratch and like that was just my process Every, but now I don't do that no more yeah not enough time <laughs> well not a time yeah because back then it was two weeks you know what yeah. I mean the first week and I still I still keep that with as many clients as I can I tell them look this is the schedule if you don't want anything other than this it's gonna be an expedited fee like I still try to keep that right so that at least we keep some integrity within the edit you know what yeah, I mean? yeah and whether i'm editing or somebody else is like you got to give them ample time in like mm-hmm. you know what i mean like do you want do you want do you want trash fast or do you want right. something that's relatively decent that's gonna take a little longer yeah. tell me what you want you know what i mean i can give right. you both i can give you either one yeah you know what i mean Damn. but I, I, I don't know one that can those be are like, great those like, are good yeah like like oh, i don't know bro the, so i always let my community ask questions right absolutely so yeah have, that's I, like that's the that's the that's my favorite part yeah of course all right so yeah patreon patreon <laughs> um so i started that for the black because so, this shit everything's free so far like yeah I've absolutely never yeah, yeah. so you try to get a little bit of you yeah know? trying to help us build up the build up the bar a little bit gotta so. do that um so the patreon people get to ask questions those those go first um but it's brand new this is actually like, like the second week we've had it so it's not that too much yeah, shout out to patreon yeah shout out to my homies uh christopher magna he says um let's see he asked a couple of questions but let's pull out one during the days you didn't feel like creating shit what'd you oh, yeah. do That's push good. yourself to get up and create or understand what they were that there are days where you can take a break. Please elaborate. That's a good one. That's mm-hmm. a great one, actually. And uh, shout out to him for asking that question. And I have to give my dad 99% of this credit. Actually, 100. I'll give him all of it because, uh, <laughs> bro, there'd be nights, there'd be the days and nights where I just sat on the computer and like I just felt compelled to, like, obviously I had deadlines too, yeah. but like, I just was like, I have to create, I have to create. And I always felt like the more I worked, the faster, the faster stardom or the more right, break right. was going to come, right? But it, it just doesn't exist. Hmm. So my dad eventually told me like, you have, because what would end up happening is I'd sit on my computer for 18 hours, 20 hours, and then I'd go to bed fucking, you know, all serious. Right? And then I'd wake up and you don't feel any better. Yeah. You're starting, you're even in a worse situation yeah. and you're not creative and you didn't get sleep and you didn't get rest or whatever, right? And then you'd for, then I'd force myself again, and that'd be like a weak cycle. Right. So eventually, he got to the point where he told me, "Man, like if you don't feel it, bro, like you just you have to walk away. You have mm-hmm. to be able to to walk yourself away because walking yourself away for that one night." get rest get whatever you need even as exercise go mingle go be with your friends go out dance like whatever it is you have to do like i know it's going to be hard for you because like you you feel like you should have to be doing something or you know you have something to do but um but that but that that sort of like you know just breather and then when you come back it's allowed me to just be fresh again you know what i mean so it for with that question yeah yes like walk away like you don't have to be creative every day walk away man like if you don't feel it because i feel like as filmmakers and as just artists like there's days where we can't do anything and there's days where we can work non-stop and we're just on fire you yeah. know so take advantage of those fire days and then take an l on those other days yeah. but don't take an l like and don't be hard on yourself because i used to be real hard on myself mm-hmm. man like i just felt like i wasn't you know i just wasn't i wasn't progressing in those days you know right. like why why i was confused i'm like why why can't i be creative and stuff 
But sometimes it's just not in us. Yeah, just take a you know break. What I mean? Like I said, we're emotional creatures as filmmakers because essentially we we are recreating emotions. To that's what we're doing with yeah. visuals. You know what I mean? So just chill, man. Relax. Get that. your get your mind right. You know, watch a movie, be with your girl, like whatever you got to do. Just get yourself get yourself right. You yeah, know? I fuck with that one. Yep. Um, his I'll do two from his thing. He said, having been featured on huge Instagram accounts, when did you realize your aesthetic is unique and never been seen before? <laughs> Well, I got to shout out, shout out to all those like filmmakers world, any filmmaker, all those guys, like, I, like they DM me. I talk to them all the time, man. Like, I, I, I don't know. I just great vibes, man. Great energy. And I appreciate everything they do, you know? I, and I don't know. I mean, they just, they they essentially had, they had watched a lot of my previous stuff. And like, I think they were kids when like your jerk and all those videos right. came out, which kind of for a lot of kids made them turn that corner into filmmaking you know what i mean and, and really like motivated them because we were doing all the behind the scenes making the videos all that stuff like i i marketed myself really well at that time mm. you know like not only behind the camera but in front of the camera right. i was in double xl like oh you know like and so uh so i think there were just some some people on that wave and and then as they saw so what i really did though was i created the split screen thing one night and i actually posted on my instagram tonight and i was like make sure you know where this started because in <laughs> 2017 in march like i i just one night i woke up and i was like yo, I'm going to do the split screen thing with like uh, a shot of like me doing the, like me shooting the shot and then under, underneath like the actual shot. That shit is so big right now. But I, I started that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so like, <laughs> and so I, so I started that and that's when really like a lot of people kind of like, like I would see people out and they'd be like, yo man, like I love your split screen shit, like whatever. Yeah. And I even told my boys like, like we went to Tyrese's house like later on that night or two nights later and I was like, bro, I just created this thing. Like I'm so pumped about it, whatever. Like, I was about to create like its own Instagram and everything, but I just at that time I just, let it go. Yeah, I can't. I can't do. I just can't manage too much. Yeah. Like I just can't. You know what I'm saying? But uh, but that thing that's what really kind of like propelled a lot of the things. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I see it. And it's really cool to. I mean, it's happening more and more. I oh, everyone has it now. Yeah, and they're, they're finding cool yeah. ways to do that. I shit just saw too. like you know some of the like like I just saw too many people today on my on my like my whatever popular page or yeah. whatever. So I was like, I gotta say where this started. <laughs> Cause you could check the Just dates. Like I'm a soldier. Right I'm a Drake. I'm gonna Drake them up right now. Like check the dates. Check the facts. Like uh, I was shit. the first man. And like you know. And and so I think that really that really went on there. So when do I know my aesthetic was 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 um, unique? Was when I was like nine years old. Mm. When I knew my editing was like above my time, like way ahead of my time at nine. So my confidence is never swayed i'll tell you that one yeah for sure. right you know what i'm saying so like i just knew i was different like i just knew i, I had i had something and my work ethic like no one's gonna work harder than me so of course right. it's gonna be more like fire than anybody hell yeah so I, you know it's always been in me you know what i mean i love that um all right so these questions if you just want to like rapid fire them you can do it because we got let's go we got a few let's go uh and i always fuck up their names i know that's the worst that's hard you see can they can they add like in the description like do some people have a question but then uh but please first put your abbreviator or show me the whatever show me how to to say your name i don't know i said all that shit wrong don't worry about it um (laughs) every time i do this like i always botch people's names and some people ask questions like very regular and uh and you still botch their names yeah over and over again you can't do that dog i've even had a boy uh i don't even now i'm trying i'm drawing a huge blank on it but he made this video where he like montaged how many times i've asked the questions no all the times i fucked his name up yeah yeah that's that's amazing dude so fucking funny i gotta find that shit that's awesome um clay Cardak. How do you start getting bigger clients for his music videos that would pay? And I, I'm, we can, obviously we can roll over these if we've answered them already, which I feel like you had the people stand up for you at that time saying Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you got to say no. You got to say no. Uh, Dakota Giglo said, what makes you stand out as a director and creator? Also, I love your your work, some fresh stuff. 
what makes me stand out yeah what's what's your what's your i think i think i think just my my ability to edit so like i i see my edits beforehand so then my shooting style is just fucking nuts Mm. so not only like do you have a great experience with me on set but but also like everything i'm shooting is is it has a purpose i don't just shoot just to shoot from the hip you know i mean sometimes i'll come up with some creative ideas but like and i and 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 i use the camera whatever it is to like the max like i shoot so many different frame rates so many different shutter speeds like so many different tricks and like and i just go nuts you know what i mean i think that separates me like tremendously i'm not scared you know what i'm saying like i know that as an editor so that i can always there's always gonna be something you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of people are scared like oh shit what if this doesn't come out right i had to shoot it regular right you know and so then you don't you don't get that chance to kind of do you is it hard for you to give up that role of editing 100 percent, bro i've I've edited 99.8 percent of my my content i've ever done like probably like five thousand projects i've edited everything damn you know do you, cause I feel like that's a struggle with a lot of people is like the ability to, oh, get, I tough. just had a call with my homie. He runs a, a really popular uh, printing shop right now. Andrew Doyle, he was on the podcast too, but Shout he was talking about, um, he's like, man, at this point, anything I can think of that I can like say, I can delegate, delegate, I yeah. do it. He goes, because that time, that extra hour or whatever it may be, I feel like I can execute so much. But if part of your directing brand is your edits. Well, the thing is that I've tried so many different editors that uh and i've never found one that can like and like yo bro like you got to think about it like these kids are like um you know these kids are you know what 500 bucks an edit right so like if, if you rent two thousand dollars you gotta you gotta edit four videos a month man yeah, which means yeah. that, that you could you could spend a week max on right. a video right so i can't expect this kid to give me his life yeah right and i go in like if i i'll spend a week but i'll spend 18 20 hours a day right you know what i'm saying and i can't yeah. expect that kid to do that yeah. you know what i'm saying so I can, how can i expect the video to be like mine i can't you yeah know? that's true and unfortunately like uh, my biggest thing is is to start shooting shooting a little bit cleaner so that like um so like my editing uh so because like i shoot like every like i shoot like full takes of all performances in all locations and shit like i just go nuts and like i'm gonna start shooting like only one verse right or certain verses yeah, in certain separate it up. so then because I, I i give the editors too much too too many choices yeah. you know what i mean for me it's great but yeah. like it's overwhelming so like that's something i need to give up though bro because mm. like I, I spend days in the booth, i bet you, know you do I mean? now your yeah. edits are fucking nuts <laughs> yeah yeah bro it's nuts <laughs> you know what bananas. and like people are like yo why don't you do you edit like raw like did it i'm like bro i have to make proxies, proxies. of proxies of proxies fucking because like I, my, my shit's stacked like yeah. 30 you know what i'm saying like i go nuts like no pc can read it oh yeah like none, none bro like and my, even my shit you know what i mean like so yeah that's tough yeah uh the boy nikos he says um let's see what are some char- characteristics and qualities that you look for when searching for new crew members uh, characteristics that, I mean, that de- dedication, dedication. So the things I look for with crew members, dedication, um, and some sort of like, uh, something that, that sets them apart. Like what's, what, what are you going to bring to the table? Right? right. Cause there's so many, I mean, and, and I've developed so many relationships and, and, and I want to make sure the guys who've been with me from day one or who did some jobs who maybe the budgets weren't good. I want to make sure they eat first. Yeah, right? for you know sure. But if, if I'm not going to pay them or I'm not going to let that, that these guys eat, what's going to separate? Why? Yeah. Right. It has to be something that's, that making yourself like indispensable. You know right. what I mean? But, but I mean, overall just good vibes, creative ideas and you know, the ability to roll with the punches, you know what I mean? Like I said, mm-hmm. there's been so many people who want it a certain way. I think it's supposed to be a certain way and it's not like that. And so they, you know, they, they decide to leave. Right. You know what I'm saying? But that, that's it, man. It's just good vibes. And just somebody, and like, if you're trying to, if you're asking me like how to get 
to me or like how to whatever then like be consistent come to my fucking workshop well come to my workshop yeah but but but, but, Always but, but, but more than anything more than I'm not learning that but more than anything you know what I'm saying be consistent or be, be persistent you know what I mean because like I get hit up by so many people and like I might even say yeah like for sure I want you on set or whatever and like I don't remember yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah that's the worst part that's the hardest part about Instagram bro yeah so like, and so like, and so like, yeah, you can DM me, but always email me mm. and like email me again, check in with me and be like, Hey, you have anything, you know what I mean? And like, and then at least with the email, like it's, I can lock, I can lock your contact directly into my phone. I don't have to like copy and paste yeah, anything yeah. and forget it or whatever. Right. right. You know what I mean? Like you can DM me too and just say, Hey, I emailed you or whatever. Right. Yeah. So I can connect the dots, but like, or just add fucking keywords like BTS or something at the top. What, what, so what, I just can yeah, search that yeah, shit. Yeah. 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 100%. You know what I mean? Like, and that's, and, and that's the biggest thing. You know? I love that. Yep. Um, all right. This is a good question. I think maybe want this one and one more. Uh, let's do Josh Thomas says, what do you feel is your purpose in life? Do you find deep meaning through your work? Cool, Making like money that. is cool and all, but I find that Word. it's not sustainable long-term without meaning attached. Word. Shout out to J- who's that? Josh, Josh Thomas? Thomas. Shout out to Josh Thomas, man. Mm-hmm. Like that's a great, amazing a question. question. I feel like, uh, like I said, I feel everything is preordained mm. and I feel like my purpose is way bigger than filmmaking. Filmmaking is just a way, an avenue to have a voice and yeah. have a community of people who are going to be influenced by my voice. Um, whether it's through my actual like movies when I create them or by doing shit like this, you know right. what I mean? Like, and um, I feel like my purpose is to inspire and touch others to, and allow them the tools and the, and, and the belief within themselves to pursue those things. Um, and, and I mean, what do I believe my real purpose is though, is to be a, a father and a husband. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, 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 that's number 1%. Like that, that's number one, you know yeah. what I mean? But until that day comes, and until you know that woman comes until that whole situation comes right. like my purpose is it may never come you know right. what i mean it might be something like i said i want but you know but i'm not good at right. or whatever right like, yeah, like we talked about like you know, don't do what necessarily yeah, yeah. what you love but but that but yeah i feel like my purpose is bigger than filmmaking and filmmaking is just an opportunity to have a voice and i feel, I feel like my, my my purpose is to inspire right you know inspire motivate and hopefully people can learn through my like I said, my blood, sweat, and tears, and and come out on you know on the winning side, like man. I did, you know. I'm fucking with. But yeah, that. I understand. Like yo, like you can you can you can make the most money in the world, man. You can have like I love money, but I, money is not not the end the end all be all. No. You know what I'm saying? Because like I know so many sad, depressed, rich people. Yeah. Actually, more I know more such a common story. I know more the, those than I do like happy rich people. Right. Do you know what I mean? Cause like more money, more problems. Like it's so true. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So if you're in this game for money or if you're in any game for money, like it's eventually you're gonna get all the money and go now what? Yeah, exactly. Because the road, the road to the money or the road to your goal, the road to to your vision is like the funnest time. And mm-hmm. once you get it, it's like, what do I do now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And so, uh, so yeah, man, like, you know, my vision and my, my goal, my purpose is to speak to people like him. You know what I mean? So shout out to Josh. I appreciate yeah. that, that question 100%. And for, I appreciate somebody having, the ability to to see life in a, in a bigger concept than like oh a red a red X you yeah, know yeah. whatever right yeah. like I don't even know the new camera that's, that's how like tuned <laughs> yeah. up I am to the game like right. I'll, I'll use whatever you put in my hand yeah right? exactly but like you know that's that's a question that uh, if you're already in that mindset you're you're gonna you're gonna you know you're gonna figure things out fuck yeah um that shit this is great that's I'm a, good I'm that's, that's, on that one. I, I love that yeah. I love that deep that was a good right question there, um all right so if people I mean we made it. This is a good podcast. We, we talked for like an hour 35. Hour 35. We did it right here. So what I always say is uh, towards the end, if, if people are still listening to this podcast right now, I let you pick a hashtag. And so I tell everyone to go to your Instagram, whatever the last shit that you post on your Instagram. It yeah. can always change. Just the most recent post to tag me at Ben Rivers World, if you don't know. 
tag me and then put this hashtag that you choose so we both know that these people made it and you'll see these things six months from now it's funny as fuck shit I love it any hashtag can be funny can be sad can be exciting uh, I, bro I'm, I'm, I'm the worst at hashtags I'm just since, uh, but it doesn't have to be a legitimate hashtag that we hope people are searching and shit like it could be like someone like Andrew Sandler put like uh Trump and stuff <laughs> or some shit like that like uh, you know what I mean shit Bro, you just stumped me. I'm just gonna say, I'm just, I'm just gonna do another plug. The film league. The film league. There it is. Boom. You know, make it simple. That's make dope. it, make it something for everybody. You know. Yeah, I hope a lot of people come to that, dude. I oh, think I hope, it's gonna I mean, sell the fuck out. For regardless sure. of that, if you if you can't come, I got I got I got a special. I, you know, I I'll, I will be doing a live stream for purchase as oh, well. Oh, cool. So if you're you know you can't make it to the actual show or, I I you know the show sells out. There right. will be live stream, and then if you can't catch the live stream the week later, we'll we'll release it. Uh, you know, uh, for purchase once again. You know, um, uh, to 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 download. Yeah, that's amazing. So. Good. Um, fuck. Is there anything? I mean, how can they find you? But is there anything else you want people to know? Nah, man, I appreciate you 100%. That's all I wanted people to know, man. I appreciate you bringing me on here, man. Appreciate Shit. what you're doing and uh, and what you're doing for the for, for the culture, for the community. You know what I mean? This is something that's that, like very important, you know, and, yeah. and bringing people together, getting some getting stories out, getting knowledge out there. Appreciate it, man. And, um, you appreciate know, you coming out here and spending the time. Oh, hour, and a, hour 37 you did with us. That's no, fucking tight. Man, nothing. Uh, all right. We'll link to all your social shit and your site and all that stuff in the show notes. And uh, yep. yeah, how do you want to end this one? I don't know. However, what do you do? Stare in the I camera? just say, how do you want to end this? And then you do some weird shit like this. There it is. There it is. There it is. Thank you for watching. I appreciate you guys. 100. iPod, therefore I am. Matt Alonzo, I vlog, therefore I am. You know what it is. I'm out. Peace. Damn. Bye, bye, bye. That's it for episode 56 with Matt Alonzo. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Make sure to follow Matt on Instagram at Matt Alonzo so you can start fucking with what he's doing. You can find all the social links and all that shit in the show notes. Visit bwnc.com slash podcast for that shit. If you watch the podcast on YouTube, drop a review in the comments. If you listen on iTunes, leave a review so people know that we're fucking tight and they can hopefully find this as a tool and start using that shit. If you're interested in joining the private group for content creators, visit bwnc.com slash join. Merch store, come in. I already told you the date. Make sure you tune in. bwnc.com slash merch. Get that shit, that exclusive shit before it leaves. And uh, yeah, that's it. Support us on Patreon if you want to. Be a fucking homie. Patreon.com slash cream. Anything else I'm forgetting? Follow us on Instagram and shit. Also, I want to give a big shout out to all the homies who are supporting us on Patreon because they're fucking awesome. The homies who pledge our top tier levels, which are titled Oh You Rich at $50 a month and the Oh You Rich Rich at $100 a month are fucking goats. Thank you for the support. Without you, this podcast would not exist. So shout out to our Oh You Rich producers of the show, Aisha and Reed. And shout out to our Oh You Rich Rich executive producers of the show, Craig and Christopher. Y'all are lit. We really appreciate it, man. That's crazy. Thank you. Subscribe to Black and No Cream on every platform of your choosing. New episode every single Wednesday and Sunday. I will see you next week, you bitch.